Welcome back, everyone, to the Jenna Julian podcast. Uh, this week with a very, very special guest, Survivor winner John Cocker. Hey. Thank you for having me. This is well, unbelievable. I don't want to high five over you. We'll high five you. Thank, thank you. you for coming. We really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's really cool to have you on. Oh man, I'm so excited right now. <laughs> really quickly, this podcast is brought to you by Replay, a new original comedy series now streaming on Go90. Go90 is a free mobile entertainment app from Verizon that you can get on iOS and Android, starring Tyler James Williams from Everyone Hates Chris, and Mamrie Hart is a guest star in that uh, show as well. Uh, so you can catch the first episode right now at replayseries.com. New episodes every Wednesday on Go90. It's also brought to you by Texture. When it comes to magazines, you guys know what you like. And with Texture, you can get all the magazines you want in one super convenient place. They have hundreds of magazines for you, uh, from Newsweek to National Geographic. So right now, you can get a free trial when you go to texture.com slash Jenna Julian. Start binge reading for free right now. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. All right. So. <laughs> um, all of the Survivor fans out there, I'm sure, are geeking out a little bit. Catch your breath. Uh, just to let you know, we tweeted out from the podcast account like a couple minutes ago. Did yeah. you see it? I, I just saw the second I, I Ubered over here. So I did see a couple okay. of tweets. I saw somebody mention me, right? Someone guessed it somebody already. Pretty, pretty cool. Because the tweet said, drop your buffs. We have a cool <laughs> yeah. guest. And it's a dead giveaway for Survivor, but they guessed you, which is cool. That's flattering. The fact that I am somehow still relevant is a, it oh, makes stop. me feel special. Oh, well, stop. I think, I mean, that does say something about your time on the show. Because a lot of people win, and they're the big thing, and then yeah. no one knows about them a couple of years. I feel like it's a little different for you. Yeah. But I think it's also, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, the people that watch Survivor, it's been on for 16 years. If you're still watching now, you're dedicated, yeah. and you're never going to stop watching. You remember the winners. You remember the players. So I don't know whether it's, I'm so spectacular or special, or just more that people are committed. We're all super fans now. People that are watching this late in the game are super fans. And yeah. I, inc- I include myself among that number. You were at the finale this past season. I was. I always feel vaguely pathetic doing that. Like, remember me? Aren't I spe- <laughs> you know, great? Um, we, she was like, I wonder if Cock is there. And we saw you. Oh, yeah, you should come. Yeah. Would you ever come? I would go. I would go. That'd it's a cool. blast. It's yeah. awesome. Is it? Yeah, it's fun because you're watching it. You're watching the whole finale with like a few hundred other people. So yeah. it's fun hearing the audience reaction to certain moments, hearing who they're cheering for, who they're, who they're booing mm. against. And uh, it's, it's just a fun environment. And seeing somebody win a million dollars, it's like exciting. Yeah, that, that is, is cool. cool. Was the Sia thing cool when Sia came? It was cool. I'm friendly with Sia. That, and that's my one like kind of douchey celebrity friend thing. But I'd, I'd introduced her to Probst and then Probst took her under, oh, they took each other each, under each other's wings. Yeah. And uh, it was a bizarre moment. She turned to me and said, like, should I go up there now? And I'm like indecisive and scared. I'm like, I don't know, Ty's talking. Maybe it's rude. Right? And, and she turned to uh, Jeff Probst's wife, Lisa, and she was like, no, do it now. This is the best time. So she ran up there. She was. It was daring because she didn't have her little wig hat on until she started calling out Jeff's name. So there was like a split second where she could have revealed oh, wow. everything. And it would have been disastrous. It would have ruined the illusion. Yeah. Did you like Ty? Who are, you, who are you rooting for going into the finale? I liked Ty, but I thought that Aubrey should have won. Yeah. She, mm, she should have won, man. I don't know. I think a lot of people loved Ty, me included, right? I mean, yeah. it's like, you, you can't not like the guy. He's he's very sweet. He's in touch with nature. He's yeah. caring. But he didn't get any votes. And we mm-hmm. talked about this, like, right before we started recording, which yeah. is interesting. There's a disconnect between the viewer experience and the player experience. Like, watching at home, Ty seems like the most delightful, wonderful person to be around. Like, that had to be a blast living with him. But g- generally speaking, the vote comes down to who you enjoyed spending the time with the mm. most. You're not going to vote to reward someone who made your 39 days out there or, or however long you're out there, like, an unpleasant experience. Mm. So the fact that he didn't get any votes, 
I was surprised, and I feel like maybe he wasn't as lovable as he was to viewers. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not basing this on any insider info or anything. Just I was it's surprised by the lack theory. of votes. Maybe it's because he didn't let anybody eat Mark the Chicken. That's actually that's like probably a legitimate thing. Any like source of friction that yeah. that I mean it's it's admirable he did it and it's great he did it, but it's a daring move and it's yeah. one that you know when you're starving to be single handedly preventing the rest of the mm-hmm. people from enjoying a meal, even just one meal, that's gutsy. And, and, and as another player, you got to be thinking, oh, like not only is he withholding this great food from us, but he's looking like some saint on TV while he does right. it. Yeah, yeah. You know? he just got fifty thousand dollars from Sia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from and, Sia. If he, and if he plays, uh, I'm wondering if he plays again, would that be a target on his back? The fact that he is so beloved, mm. like would people be like, I want to play with him. He already got a hundred thousand or fifty thousand dollars from Sia, and I know, I, he's going to prevent from eating chickens. Be, and, it would be a target on his back. Yeah. Um. I'm Mark the Chicken is probably one of my favorite all-time players of Survivor. Him Mark winning would have been wonderful. I, I, agree. I was holding out hope that something would happen there because he came to the final tribal council. Yeah, he was there, like but then Jeff was like, "All right, enough, yeah, get him right, out yeah. of here." <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think it might have said something too. They cut to a shot that like last episode uh, where Mark started crowing in the morning and he took him to the beach because he didn't want to wake up the rest of the camp. Mm-hmm, yeah. And like, I'd be fucking pissed. I'm like, first we can't eat Mark. <laughs> right, and yeah. now Mark won't let us fucking sleep. Yeah. I, I'm pissed off, man. Let's, it's very, po- I know. feel like that's very possible. And like, another thing is like, there are, there are very, you know, cut and dry things, you know, you can't do on survivor. You can't right. be the perfect person, yeah, yeah. you know, cause no one likes that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like time might've kind of, tried that too hard yeah it's, it's a tightrope performance between wanting to be likable enough that people will reward you but not so likable that you're viewed as this like saint martyr that you know exactly cakewalk yeah. to the end everyone's gonna want to give you a bunch of money so yeah i totally think agree. there was one point uh when he was describing why he should win the million dollars that i think brought something up in my head that i hadn't thought of before was that maybe the language barrier because english was not his first yeah. language played a bigger role in him like talking to other people because he became very wordy and even at the, at the finale, finale he was yeah. really struggling like jeff yeah. was cutting him yeah. off like yeah. maybe in person because we saw the edited version of him and he seemed very sweet and everything maybe in person it was like a little bit hard for people to make bonds with him because of a, a little bit of a language that's barrier. entirely possible and also just like in terms of pleading your case at the end right the more difficult Water, the language highest- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's harder it to convince people. It was beautiful, but it, but was it took him a little like, while to get there. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, no. and you want to feel when you're voting for somebody to win. Because I was on the jury the first time I played. Like, you want to feel proud of the person you're voting for. Mm. You want to feel like this person really deserves it. Mm. And so, if somebody can't really articulate their case super well, it it's makes good. it hard to vote for them. But I still love them, and I want to see them play again. I love them too. I, I, I feel like he probably will play. I'm sure. I've yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so sorry, I guess, if I, sorry if I jumped in right away to like super. Oh, no, this is great. Game. No, this okay. is great. We like to kind of feel out, you know, the guests and just okay. go where that's going. Um, any other thoughts about this last season before we kind of? Because I know when I first texted you and we were kind of arranging doing this, yeah. you said, "Do you want to do it before the finale? Or you want to have like a recap?" Yeah. Which was something I didn't even think of. Like, yeah, of course we should read. It's the finale. Yeah. Um, so I mean, overall thoughts on the season? Like, were you, you think it was a good season? Was it fun? I thought it was really, really good. I, I know. At the beginning, there was some trepidation because they split the tribes into Brain, Beauty, Brawn, and it didn't necess- necessarily seem like pe- everyone fit into the right category. Yeah, like they were definitely. kind of shoehorned into the theme. But as it went along, I watched the show primarily, and I'm actually curious what you your favorite part of the show is. I watch it primarily for like characters and good storytelling and like feeling invested in certain personalities. And I feel like this season was good at that. I felt like 
Ty was such a big personality. Debbie, Debbie. I actually really, really liked. I thought she was amazing. <laughs> she I was pretty she was great. Yeah. And she's like a new character. We haven't seen, I've never seen somebody like her on TV before. I have never, yeah, I've never seen anyone like Debbie in person before. Right, yeah. Like, I don't know anybody like and Debbie. And it's just fun seeing some, like watching somebody's art. I thought Aubrey had an amazing story. The fact that yeah. in the first episode, she's having like a panic attack and socially anxious and stuff. By the end, she was like running the show. Yeah. I, I, I'm into that. I'm actually, I prefer that. It's weird. It's a transition I made. I used to be more into like the strategy, hardcore game maneuvers and stuff. But that was think, before you were on the right, show. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah. I think I intellectualized a lot before I went on. Then you played and you realized, oh no, it's just like a social experience. Mm. Um, a lot of people identified uh, Aubrey with you, yeah, yeah. which was cool. Because I'm flat- Yeah, I'm flattered by it. She, she mentioned it on the reunion show too. Yes. I think we're both kind of anxious people that are slightly bookish mm. and... Not necessarily in our element in nature. Although she was actually great at challenges. She was she, surprisingly so, great. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, it was frustrating. Was I was watching nowhere. her win yeah. these challenges. I was like, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> she but. was a great swimmer. She was great at the puzzle. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching her run. She's just scrappy. Yeah. So but, I, I appreciate the comparison. Yeah. yeah. I think it also you know applies to the, your kind of evolution in the game. Like, you started out one right, way yeah, and you yeah. kind of grew yeah. you know, within the 30-whatever days. Um no, that's cool. I, I think that for the most part, the season was fun. Uh, there were, like you said, the characters make it for me. So when there's yeah. like interesting character, like remember when Tony was on and he had that Tony's spy no, shack? He's one of the best. He had the spy shack. And now it's just like, like you can't, you can't help but like get every single moment and enjoy it. Like of that type of character. And yeah. when, when you have good characters, it's. And well, I think Survivor's doing a good job now too with the hashtags and stuff. Like if yeah, something yeah. funny happens, they'll just throw a hashtag yeah, at the bottom. There's a goodbye marker. Yeah, but it's like, was... I don't even know if they want people to tweet it. It's sort of like they're making a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a know? meta thing. It's become yeah. very like self aware, which yeah. I yeah. like. I like it too. Um, and I, uh, Tony's one of my favorites. He's one of those rare people. I feel like generally the winner of a season is like the most well adjusted person who's self aware, which doesn't necessarily necessarily make them the most exciting personality. Mm. He's one of those rare instances where he's like a larger-than-life cartoon character, Tasmanian devil sort of person. Yes. And he somehow wins and is great at the game. It's, that's the most gratifying thing. Yeah. And that's why I don't think there will be an all-winner season, at least for a long time. Probst has talked about it. I think it's because the people, in, on average, the winner, you feel good for them and, and they're it's fun, but they're usually not the most standout person of the season. Mm. Uh, right? I mean, I feel like... I, I definitely, definitely think that applies to this season. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I think Michelle played a good game. You can't say she didn't deserve it. The, the jury voted for her to win, but she's not necessarily the most combustible, 100%. volatile person. Like, I want to yes. see a bunch of Debbies. I want to see a bunch of Ties. I yes. want to see Aubrey's and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, all winter season, I don't know. And Coach and Philip and all. Yeah. Coach, Coach. I love Coach. Coach is amazing. Coach. His, his oh license plate says Dragon Slayer. No, it does not I swear to God. No, it does not. Of course it does. <laughs> Who else is using the Dragon Slayer license plate? That license makes me plate? so happy. No. That's amazing. <laughs> It's so funny, like, when, when you first see Tony, like, I remember saying when we watched that season, I was like, oh, he's voted out first. Like, look at this guy. He's completely out right. there. Everyone's going to hate him. He's alienating Yeah. Himself. And then he fucking, you know, it's it's very interesting to see the way that works out. Um, but, okay, so moving on to your seasons, right. you had two, uh, and you won your second one. What was the gap between the two seasons, the time? Uh, it was just a year. It was two consecutive summers that I did it. So it was the summer. Oh, my of- God. Yeah. And, and the, the really tough thing was the second time I played, you know, they, they do the live finale or they do the live finale, but that was like 10 months or 11 months after final tribal council. So there was like an almost year long period right. where that is I wasn't positive whether I'd won. Mm-hmm. But you were pretty waited. confident. I felt pretty confident yeah. because they were very, very mean. The jury was very mean to the other two people mm-hmm. and like pretty nice to me. I felt confident, but I'm paranoid enough where I create the scenarios where like they were being mean to them because it was trial by fire and they wanted to them to prove why they should win. I don't know. I created scenarios in which I didn't win. So I went yeah. crazy enough during that. I mean, 
mean, plus you're like, Jeez. you're hungry out there and you're like, maybe I wasn't seeing it how it was. No, maybe exactly. Was like a little out well, of that's, it. that's one of the big things. Like everyone always gets kicked off the show. I, I don't know how closely you follow. Like people do exit interviews when you get kicked off and everyone kind of rewrites history and says like, oh no, I was in control of all these things, but they just didn't show it. And the edit screwed me over. The reason for that is because when you're out there, you're the star of the story. You think this season is all about me. Mm-hmm. And then you get home and you get the perspective of watching like, oh my God, this was going on. I'm sure. And I heard, I don't know whether this is verified or true or anything. This might be completely false. But I heard that the jury of this current season that just aired after watching the season was like, oh, we should have voted for Aubrey. Like I heard that they kind of regarded their vote brutal. because they get a little bit more context and they get distance from it. And so yeah. Like, you're very tight. You're zoomed yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, really interesting. Know, that's, that's on Aubrey that she didn't, I guess, make her game that well known as she was out there. I don't yeah, know. It's, I it's a tough so. situation. Uh-huh. But I, mean, I love she, Aubrey. She, uh, she definitely like came into her persona like very close to the end. And like, I feel like I started liking her way towards yeah. the end, yeah. which maybe in some people's minds it was too late or, or whatever. Right. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, okay. So your, your first season, you technically came in eighth place, I guess you would say. Yeah, right? I never say that. Cause I get, I feel ashamed to say that I'm like, Oh, I lasted 31 of 39 days. I get weirdly technical. So I'm like eighth place. Like how many people are in it? It sounds pathetic. <laughs> 31 days though. I mean, that's, that's, that's not impressive. legit, right? I was out there for a month. 31 days is what I would like. I got votes like almost every tribal council. Like everyone hated me. It was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you were my favorite. The second that I saw, like, you know, know, this is the cast because you remind me so much of my brother. So I was like, that's my guy. That's where we're fucking <laughs> awesome. going with. Um, but your first season was South Pacific. Yeah. Played with coach. You played with coach. Um, how was that? How was your experience the first time? We have a lot of questions. Yeah, we have a lot of questions. Ask away. I love talking about it. I just want to, if at any point I'm going on too long, you can cut me off and say like, this is more information. We probably will not do that. Um, so the first experience was, you know, I, I was in law school. I applied just because I wasn't super. So my phone's buzzing. Nobody ever calls me. This is the weirdest thing in the world. (laughs) Harvard law. Yeah. So yeah, I was was at Harvard law. um, Hold on though. uh, What year were you in Harvard law? I was, I think it was my second year. I know. I mean, like, oh, oh, oh. what actual year of what time? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I started in 09 and went there through 2012. We lived in Boston at the same time. Really? Point. Yeah. I lived in Kendall Square. Oh, my God. Yeah. I lived, uh, I mean, I lived right by the law school. I was right <laughs> off Mass Ave. Nice. Right near so, me, like, MIT, that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, like, literally oh neighbors. Did you ever get Pinocchio's pizza at Harvard School? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! I mean, I'm like, I don't eat Pinocchios anymore, but like, dude, it's delicious. It's the square slices, fluffy crust. I, yeah. don't know. I haven't found a good pizza out here that compares. No, there is none. There's not not even in Boston is there a pizza that compares to That's Pinocchios. So I wasn't buying into it until someone brought me there, and I was like, what the fuck is just fucking square pizza? And yeah. I was like, all right, this is lit. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> fucking lit. Anyways, carry uh, on. sorry, I don't know why I got second the year. Pizza. Oh yeah, I was in. Oh yeah, second year. Um, during law school, like the summer of law school is when you work at a law firm. That's where you end up working when you graduate. And I was like, I don't want to be a freaking lawyer. I'll apply for a survivor. Mm. Cause I'd always been a fan. I'd written a paper in law school. I did a newsletter in high school. Like stuff that really should have made me. Three buffs in your. Uh, three buffs in my, yeah, in my, in my yearbook. Picture. You saw the yearbook picture? <laughs> of course we saw yeah. the yearbook. Yeah. And the quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's very that, dedicated. I should have been beat up, right? Like no. all evidence points. I, I feel, should, but I feel like the, but I did, the I reason wasn't. you weren't, it uh, comes out on the show because yeah. you're aware of it. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, like yeah. some completely disconnected yeah, person. Yeah. You're very self, you know, deprecating in a really charming way, which obviously, you know, got you liked yeah. a lot by the cast members and people who are watching. But mm-hmm. no, that, you know, it's, it's very, char- you know, it's charming when someone's like, <laughs> they're aware of what's going on. They're yeah. being unapologetically yeah. enthusiastic about something. Unapologetically. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so I applied for Survivor, got on. The casting process is very weird. Okay, tell um, us. I want to hear this. Like yeah. So you, you, I sent in a three-minute videotape. They recruit some people. Like some mm-hmm. people see it. They're found in Santa Monica or something at a yeah. hot dog stand. I applied like a regular person. Um, it was kind of a weirdly braggy video. It was actually not like my personality on the show at all. I was mentioning Harvard a lot because I figured they'd be like, oh, it's a funny nerd thing to put them on the show. Um but then the casting, so they call you, they do a few phone interviews. You do about like three phone interviews. Then they fly you out to LA with like 40 other finalists. And there's like mm-hmm. 16 to 20 people on the show. You're put into groups of like eight among those 40. And in that group of eight, you go to breakfast together, lunch together, dinner together in this hotel in LA and the Doubletree or something. And you go to pool time together and gym time together, which I don't like, first off, I'm never going to the pool or the gym anyway. But the what? fact that I have to go with these like type A kind of crazy people and the one time, one thing I remember was we had pool time. I'm, there's no scenario in which I'm getting to the pool because like there's people doing fancy dives into it and swimming back and forth. Yeah. So I found that intimidating. But there was like a hot tub, so I was like, okay, I'll get the nerve to go into the hot tub because there's a couple of regular pe- looking people in there. I got into the hot tub, but I forgot for some reason I was wearing flip flops, a loser. <laughs> so I got into the, the hot tub, and then the jets of the hot tub blew the flip flops off my feet, and they're bouncing across everybody. But the rules are they're not allowed to talk to any of the other finalists. So I'm silently like trying to like herd the flip flops back to me while I'm like trying oh to make a good impression God. of these people that I might be playing with in a few months. It was bizarre. So that's really oh, that's, that's so. so is, are they observing? Is there someone on? Yeah, there's tons. Of, there's tons of people with headsets walk, walking around. I mean, okay. you, you can't. Get pulled, oh, sorry, uh, you occasionally get pulled to like <laughs> interviews with Jeff and producers and network people. But most of the time it's just spent like being shuttled around to meals and gym time and stuff with this group. And it's funny because like two of the people in my group were, I don't know if you remember them, Sophie and Albert, who ended up getting to the end together on my first season and Sophie won. Um, so there is some like bonds kind of formed during that casting period, mm. even though no words are being exchanged. Interesting. So it's sort of like a, a mini like scenario that would be like living together. They wanted yeah, to see it's how you guys. in the water. Um, but you're not allowed to talk to each other. There's no talking at all. At all. No, That's not so at all. It's weird. very weird. And we're like, and we'd be getting like, we'd go to the buffet for breakfast or something in the morning. We're sitting next to each other, like in this hotel restaurant wow. just like not talking it's very weird and then people would bring books to like show off either how smart they are or how funny they are or like like how to win friends and influence people oh my or something. god, oh my just god. A lot of to show i wouldn't yeah. have the patience i'd yeah. be the person that was sitting there i'd be like all right fuck this shit i'm fucking <laughs> out of here fuck everybody fuck your That's, book they'd but, like that they would cast you for really? doing that if i was a casting director i if i saw you chasing your flip-flops in a hot tub i'm like done we're done <laughs> I'm chasing right your here here we go <clears throat> do i need uh, anything else other than that you're cast you're cast right. on every show for the next 10 yeah. years you're fat. That's um, pathetic. That's 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 awesome. That's an and amazing so, story, though. After this whole weird kind of incubator, what happens next? So, um, so during that, you're there for about a week in this hotel, and they're it's crazy. not talking, not talking, except for the interviews that they pull you for with the network and stuff. But then you go to your Sounds own room like at night, jury. like you yeah, you go okay. to your room and they give you like DVDs of past Survivor scenes <laughs> to kind of like do your homework and yeah. stuff, and it's fun. Um, but yeah, during the week, like gradually, people disappear from your breakfast group because they're being you know Weeded cut out. from the and you can't oh, talk about weird. it you can't, t- you can't acknowledge it it's it's a crazy experience but by the end there's probably like 20 or so people left and then a few weeks after that they let you know you got on and then wow. that's like a few weeks before you actually go out there that is why did you have to take a swim test or anything um yeah on location they do make you do a swim test i tr- i went to the law school pool and was like swimming back and forth trying to like get good at it but i felt uncomfortable because like i didn't realize in public uh, this is a testament to how whatever 
sheltered I am. I was like, I didn't realize in public pools, you're like swimming right next to people. Like, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Lane, There's you know? like a tie. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's tight. Like, sometimes they're like shoulders rub up against each other. And like, <laughs> it was too much contact and like too intimidating. <laughs> and I was already like embarrassed to be in a pool shirtless in the first place. So the fact that it was like pressing up against other people, I didn't enjoy. Um, but yeah, so I did some swimming. They do a swim test. They do some medical stuff. Yeah. Uh, before you start the game, you know, you go out there. You're actually out there for about like a week before the game starts. And it's kind of like the hotel experience in that you're out there with the cast. You're sleeping in tents, but you're not allowed to talk to anybody. Are you, you being fed? You're being fed. This is like it's it's somewhat Spartan conditions, but it's not like Survivor where you're starting. You're just kind of acclimating. Acclimating yeah, yeah, yeah. to the time um, and yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. But again, you're not allowed to talk to anybody. Yeah. So you're kind of like making smiley faces and hoping to bond. But they bring yeah. in a, like a, a nature expert that like teaches you about like, oh, these are the bugs you should avoid. Um, this is how you start a fire if you don't already know. Uh, they tell you where to go to the bathroom and mm. stuff. Um, Which is where? So <laughs> let, we, let's ask the specific the goofy questions yeah, yeah. after the. We'll ask it later on. Okay. We have a whole list after of I those. Tell my life story. No, I want to hear the. Yeah, okay, I want to. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, I can tell you. I can tell you the bathroom thing. I mean, uh, yeah, the bathroom, I've actually heard some things. Okay, yeah. There are two options. Really, yeah. like I can tell you. Okay. The the option that you would probably expect is that you would dig a hole somewhere. You go out into the woods, dig a hole. That's where you go to the bathroom. Um, the peril with that is that people frequently don't dig deep enough holes and cameramen step in it. Uh, people frequently don't go far enough away from the camp and the smell filters over to the camp. Got it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Repulsive. Um, and the other thing I don't really like about it is this is probably too much information. Is like you don't have toilet paper out there, right? So you're like grabbing leaves and stuff. So there, there is no toilet. Paper. There's no toilet paper. There's yeah. no toiletries, no toothbrushes or anything. But you're like grabbing. I don't know anything about fauna and flora or whatever. Which one's which one's a plant? Fla- flora, fauna. Fauna. Flora? I thought. Fauna? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't no. know the answer. Don't, to don't that. know the okay. answer to that. Right. No. Okay. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's not worthwhile. <laughs> um, uh, but like I don't know anything about. It. So like you don't know whether it's a poison ivy sort of thing or like bugs are crawling on it. So right. it's all unwieldy and you don't feel that clean. So the option that they actually recommend and the technical term that I sort of got that they use is aqua dumping. So they recommend that you go, go into the, the ocean yeah. um, and find a little, hopefully a private alcove and mm. just let it go. The, the danger with that uh, is that if the water is moving in certain directions, like it can be difficult to escape what you've expelled in the ocean. Yay. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, like that's the type of stuff when you're watching the show. You don't really right. consciously well, there was, think about this season, though. Actually, in the first episode, the guy that got kicked off first, mm. he was defecating in the ocean. Yeah. The very first episode, and right. like weirdly, like not far away from. Yeah, the it was like right, it was right, right in front of the camp, yeah. shallow yeah. part of the beach. But it's the unglamorous part of Survivor. Mm. Sorry if I mentioned defecating. No, no, this is the stuff. No, this, this is why is, we have yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you want to take a break real quick? Sure. We All can. right, let's take a quick break and uh, hear from our sponsors. We'll be back in one sec. This episode of the Jen and Jillian podcast is brought to you by Warby Parker. Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. Their home try-on program allows you to order five pairs of glasses shipped directly to your door where you can try them on in the comfort of your own home and get feedback from friends, colleagues, whoever else, even the mailman. Their glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses, and sunglasses start at $95, including polarized lenses, available with prescription, starting at $175. In addition, for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. So head over to warbyparker.com slash JJ to order your free home try-ons today. Choose the five frames you'd like to try on, mail the frames back, choose your favorite pair, and then have your prescription added to the order. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free and free shipping all around. Visit warbyparker.com slash JJ to begin your free home try-on experience. 
This episode is also brought to you by Texture. Guys, thanks to pizza, we're all binge eating. Thanks to Netflix, we're all binge watching. But now, with Texture, we can all start binge reading. Trust me, it's about to be a thing. The Texture app lets you tap into the world of the most popular magazines anytime, anywhere, using your smartphone or tablet. Breeze through hundreds of your favorite magazines, including back issues, and pick the articles that interest you the most. Texture has made it easy to find articles you actually care about. I don't just get to read Billboard or Men's Fitness. The Texture editorial team recommends content for me every single day. Plus, I can dive deeper with personalized collections. Sign up for Texture right now and gain insider access to all the content from the world's best publications. The best part, guys, is Texture is offering you a free trial right now. When you go to texture.com slash Jenna Julian, you'll gain immediate entry to all of the top magazines, including back issues and bonus video content. So start binge reading for free right now when you go to texture.com slash Jenna Julian, texture.com slash Jenna Julian. All right, guys, we're back now uh, here with survivor season 26 yeah. winner john cochran or as everyone knows him cochran which is such a cool thing that they all called you by your last name well even the, still after yeah but the, the origin of that so some people think i'm like some, some egomaniac because in the first episode i'm like call me cochran jeff because i'm wonderful <laughs> and you're gonna love me but the thing that had happened there and i've actually never told this i don't think is um before you play like you interview you meet with jeff like right the day before the game starts it's just kind of like a pep talk where he's like you're gonna be great out there don't worry um, and during that pep talk, I just jokingly was like, oh, uh, I noticed that the people you like, like Colby and Boston Robbie, tend to call them by their last names. And I'm just saying preemptively, you're going to love me. So, like, you might want to start getting ready to call me Cochran. And then he said, like, um, okay, but you're going to have to ask for it. And I'm like, that's not cool. That's, like, actually kind of pathetic and yeah. desperate seeming. And then on the first day, like, when he's introducing everyone, he pretends like he doesn't know you. So he's like, guy in the red sweater vest, what's your name? And I said, John. And then he said, like, and you're sure you want to go by John? And that's when I launched into the whole spiel about, like, no, call me Cochran because I'm great. And, so there was a little bit of a backstory there, to there's, that. Yeah, there's some backstory. There's some self-awareness on my part that it is a weird thing to give yourself a nickname. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yeah, I mean, not, it's not a nickname. Yeah, no, it's part of my name. It's yeah. 100%. And yeah. there's something really satisfying about watching Jeff really kind of get involved and enjoy a character, yeah, you know, yeah. a certain person on the show. And he definitely loved you. Yeah. And I, I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Do you guys have any sort of uh, communication now? Yeah, no, we're buddies now. That's one of the craziest things. Because I moved out here right after Survivor. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And so one of the few people, like the Survivor Network is a weirdly tight-knit group. And mm. Probes actually lives not far from here. Those are good, probably five minutes away. That's and, uh, so cool. Yeah. And uh, he's a great guy. He's been Pretty wonderful. Awesome. And he like... He nobody could do his job. People always talk about like, what if he goes? Who would take his place? Nobody can do it. Yeah, yeah. he's not getting fed lines during tribal council. No. Like, he is just that perceptive. Yeah. If he yeah. sees, sees someone rolling their eyes in the back row, he'll pounce on it. Yeah. He's amazing. It's super. He's an absolute machine yeah. because he he has the persona of Jeff Probst, but he also is completely like his two lines from season 26 to season 3 will sound exactly the same. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, drop your buffs. Like, it always sounds the same. Blows yeah. my mind. You know what I mean? Like, come on in, guys. Like, and, he, and he's commentating during the challenge, which is, like, remarkably... It's not... Done, like, any other reality show, it's all done. He's, like, in running right. down he the line that, with yeah, him, commentating. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we've always thought that, too. Like, he's he's kind of a one-of-a-kind host, for Nobody sure. And if you watch the early seasons, it's funny, because he had not yet... He still had the same catchphrases, but he had not yet found his role exactly. So, like, he actually didn't commentate challenges. It's weird. If you watch, like, season one, 
It's, it's silent during challenges. <laughs> and it says at the bottom of the screen, like, green tribe is ahead. It was very weird. Yeah, I yeah. did not remember that. It was... It, it, you should have to go back. We should, you know we, we should watch, watch that. Watch an episode of season one. You'll be shocked by how, like, kind of low budget it is and how oh, cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. They have to pass around a shell to talk during tribal council. And there's like... <sighs> oh, my remember, God. That's I, so yeah. funny. I mean, I remember some of the fucky stuff, but, like, yeah. I guess I never thought about that he didn't narrate the challenges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no reason to be thinking about Crazy. that. This is how I'm spending my time. Like, Oh, yes. I'm tracing the words per episode that Jeff has. Oh, my God. So you were and are one of the biggest fans of Survivor ever. Um, And you went on the show kind of being the fan, right? You know, you were the guy who was the super fan. Were there moments where it like specifically helped you? And were there moments where it kind of hurt you? And I'm more interested in the second part. Like, did it? There are more examples of the second, probably. Okay. I mean, you know, I think I went in with the wrong assumption that like I've watched every episode I'm obsessed with it that means I'm going to be good at it right mm-hmm. then you get out there and within 10 minutes I realized like oh no this is a purely a social thing right. and I was having like a social panic attack because my tribe was like there's a Miss America runner up and this beautiful country singer and this beautiful model but it was like I just felt very out of place and all the knowledge, all the theoretical knowledge in the world did nothing for me yeah. unless I knew how to really just like get along with these people. Um, so I think my enthusiasm probably blinded me to the necessity of like, no, this game is about bonding with people, being vulnerable and getting them to be vulnerable with you and not just like constantly being like, oh my God, there's Jeff Probst and he's holding the snuffer now and I have my own torch. And like, I think sometimes that gets in, you know, it can get in your eyes a little bit and you get distracted. But mm. uh, so there's definitely a, a learning curve. That's why the second time, even though I had a ton of fun the giddiness of playing had kind of worn off just Which because right. of the, yeah, it sort of allowed me to settle yeah. down and it's not just the thrill of I'm on Survivor. It's right. more like, oh, I'm going to play this. Mm. And, so I that, feel like, and I feel like you see that with returning player seasons. It's a little bit more business-like. People come back, yeah. they know how to play, they know that what they want to do. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, you see rookies come on, right, for the first yeah. time and, you know, throughout the season, like Survivor strips you down. You know, you can't hide who you are if you make it towards the end. Yeah. You were just, you know, bare bones. You're hungry, you're tired, yeah. you're, you have to be who you are. And I feel like, you know, you see that the, the rookies go from like, oh, I'm this and that. And then day 20 comes and they're yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm dropped and, you know, I'm done with all that. So like you were on fans versus favorites, which means everyone had already been on the show. Or half the cat. My tribe had been. Okay. The other so half had the been fans new. had yeah. not. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So there was a fair amount of people who kind of chill about being on so they weren't right although chill is probably the wrong word to describe like living in a camp with like <laughs> philip and brandon hans and like you know it was it was a dysfunctional group of people myself yeah. included i'm not you know removing myself from yeah the yeah um so it was it, it, but it was you are speaking a, a knack you have a shared language kind of just by virtue of having played even if you haven't played with those specific people before it's like we know what we're doing we know we don't necessarily have to boil the water we can get away with just drinking it maybe we'll get sick but probably not we know how to conserve our energy a little bit better whereas when you're new out there for the first time so much is overwhelming and and all play all seasons where they've had a mix of new players and returning players the new players are always in over their heads mm-hmm. and it's generally a slaughter oh, very one side yeah they're they're at an extreme disadvantage by yeah. being a new player with veterans totally you know Man. Okay, so I'm ready for some fucking questions. Do you want to get into the yes, fucking questions? Yes, I'm dying. Okay. I have so, so many. I have so many questions. So what we did, guys, is we prepared a list of fucky questions, which are just kind of like questions that little, you know, we might not be able to ask. But what we did was we we said, all right, let's have a safe word. Okay. So every time you cannot answer a question because or don't some, want to or don't want I'll, to, I'll be uh, no, I'll answer. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to. Well, if there is a question where you just. Yeah, I'm, right, are not no, going to no. see sea turtle. 
Mm-hmm. See, or you can do the American Sign Language sign. <laughs> well, no, you have to say it because <laughs> some people might be listening and they won't. Right. They won't okay. hear this. Um, you can hear this. Yeah. Who are you <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so we have this list. Jenna and I are going to, you want to just like alternate or whatever? Yeah. Okay. So we have uh, the list of questions and some of them are good questions and some of them are really, really bad okay. questions, but you know, feel free to answer none of them. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Why don't you start? How does your mic work? Okay. That's, that's my biggest freaking <laughs> Is question. Is it in your necklace? Um, so it's a, no, so you don't have a mic at camp. Mm-hmm. When you're around camp, there's guys with big boom microphones walking around um, and then cameramen and producers and stuff, but you're not wearing anything. During challenges in tribal council, um, you'll notice that if guys are shirtless in a challenge, they frequently are wearing their buff around their neck. The mic pack is rolled uh, up in the neck uh, in the buff. Um, and sometimes it's like wrapped around the stu- uh, stomach and kind of like fed up through your shirt. Yeah, sometimes um, you see The necklace thing... I feel, I feel like I know what you're talking about. I feel like I've actually seen some episodes maybe Mike. recently where they it seemed like everyone's wearing these kind of like weird tribal necklaces. Yeah, very decorative necklaces. Yeah, yeah. Probably like, doing what the buff was doing. Right. Yeah. make a necklace while he's out here? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I think So I think that's probably... I, I did not experience that, but I, mm. I'm sure that that's like a, a new twist on putting... So did you experience time. wearing the buff with yeah, the yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I have a very thin pencil, thin neck, and this like mic pack <laughs> weighing down my head. That's and stuff. pretty distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have challenge? to set it up yourself, or does the camera help you, you? You go to before challenges. You check in with um, like a sound person that puts it on you. Oh my god! And I always feel bad so for them because cool. we smell like crap. Yeah. And we're like lifting up our shirt, and like slugs are falling off our torso, and they're like feeding this microphone. It's <laughs> gross for them, but they have tons of like Purell. They're like washing their hands feverishly nice. between each person. Wow. <laughs> See that I I that is a question I really am interested in. Just the the, aspect. the logistic stuff is like interesting. It's very interesting, yeah. right? Because you it's watch a big it, operation, huge. I mean, we have more questions. Yeah. Let's just keep okay. Uh, okay so okay, um, biggest no nos of being on the island, like that you don't really talk about, but are there uh, biggest no's that we don't really talk about. Uh, Huh, like maybe socially, I I saw you yeah, talking like, on Ponderosa. I think that you were excited to be alone because right, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you walk that's around and be thing. alone, it's yeah. sus as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm like naturally a kind of like reclusive private person, mm-hmm. and you the game incentivizes you to spend every waking moment with the most number of people possible because mm-hmm. that's going to be the majority voting. So mm-hmm. like you can't spend time by yourself, and that's one of the for me for somebody like me that's the hardest part. Like you, the second you try to go off on on your own, people are like, "Oh, he's searching for an idol, or he's doing something fishy, or whatever." So, being a loner, that's not going to fly in, in the game Survivor. Um, I'd say, generally speaking, there's you know a mixed track record for. It. I would say relationships, like romantic relationships, are not a good thing. Mm-hmm. It makes everyone else talk. I mean, it's nice to have a super close bond, bond with somebody. But unless you're, I guess, Rob and Amber a long time ago or yeah. a handful of other That's people. That's like the exception to the rule. Yeah. Generally speaking, the second that two people are like spooning in a kind of like more than... It alienates everyone. How would you feel if someone was doing that like, But it's, it's actually kind of cool. When you're not one of the couple, it's great to have a reason to dislike somebody. Mm. Like, so you're looking for any reason to be like, well, we should vote that person up. Because right. so if there's somebody's doing, if somebody's making a Makes your mistake job easy. like that, oh, it's great. Yeah. I love it. It's true. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, if people are being crazy, I like it because, right. like, that means they're not going to win, which means decreased stress for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I make like the fact that I seemed normal and calm in comparison to my tribemates is a testament to how like dysfunctional that group was, and I loved it because like it made me emerge as kind of a, a voice of reason, which I'm usually not. Um, so yeah, I'd say relationships. Uh, going yes, yeah, so you don't want to be too close with people. You don't want to be going off on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what's a good one. I think 
I mean, there's like general, I mean, the, the cardinal rules, like don't be bossy. The mm-hmm. first person kicked off, I'd say eight times out of 10 is like a super bossy person. Build the camp this way. Yeah. Do this, do that. Yeah. Just defer to somebody else. Somebody else is always going to want to take charge. It might be annoying, but uh, you swallow your pride for a second. You want to have, yeah, too much pride is not a good thing. That's why like every episode when there's somebody in an interview saying like, I'm in a great position and uh, I'm going to blindside so-and-so tonight. Like, spoiler, they're never going to win. <laughs> no. They're never going to not be voted off that episode. Yeah. Um, so just being very self-aware, being always expecting the worst. I actually think that's like, it's not necessarily a healthy attitude in real life, but in Survivor, it is good to always be like kind of a little bit per- vigilant and paranoid. Mm. Um, you know, we're watching this show right now. I don't know if you've heard of it. 60 Days In. It's basically no. a show where they monitor. It's, it, it's like it's like a, an experiment where they put these plants in prison to kind of see oh, how. Somebody it's, did tell me about that. Yeah. It sounded awesome. It's an incredible it's show. show. It just had its fin- or finales this next week. Anyway, I'm starting to see a lot of similarities really? about like how you need to act how to, to survive. To survive. In a do people stressful... get eliminated in it? No, no, no. Okay. It's like you. Every, everyone in the everyone <laughs> in the jail amazing. thinks that you're the person. There's like eight, right? Eight, eight, eight yeah. people who go into the jail pretending to be like actual convicts, and everyone thinks they're real. Okay. There's only a few people. Oh, There's wow. one officer. It's very, very crazy. <laughs> Which stations is on? This is so like vaguely A and E. A and E. Kind of cruel. Oh, it's it's. It's okay. fucked up. Like, there's going to be some fallout. Yeah, there's going to be like, a lawsuit. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's funny. Like, you're, you know, don't don't be a loner, but don't be too bossy. It's like right. you, you start to see these very, yeah, very you don't want to be like we're saying about Ty. You don't want to be so so, so likable that yeah. people are going to want to vote you off immediately. Is don't it? be holier than thou. Yeah. yeah. And it's even like the time I played uh, the second time. I played with this woman, Dawn, um, who I was really close that with. That was your tightest alliance. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think she actually played a super fantastic game. But what came back to bite her, I think, at the end, and maybe partially it's like a sexist, ageist thing because she was slightly older and she's like a mother and stuff. But when she got super close to people, it felt like a maternal connection so that when your mom votes you off, that like hurts a lot mm-hmm. and you feel super betrayed and you're not going to reward that person. Whereas my personality is more like I'm a little joker nervous guy and it's like, it might be, you might be pissed off at me if I vote you off, but you're not going to. It's not a huge betrayal like it is. Mm. Like, you were my mom out there, and you screwed right. me over. So yeah. you don't want to have super emotional connections with people. I think it's nice to keep everyone at arm's distance or a little bit. I would be terrible at all yeah. of that. Well, that's what I was asking I, I, when, when we were taking a break. Like, yeah. would you have any interest in ever playing? No! I think I think the thought of going on no! Survivor is is uh, is one that I would entertain and just like really kind of think about. Although I I feel like I would end up not going. I don't know why. I just I know I, Jenna wouldn't, and I feel like well, I've always thought about it because I I like to think that you know I'm a relatively outdoorsy person. Right. I'd be okay. I think I could do it. I think I'd be fine. But would I want to do it? I mean, would I willingly put myself yeah. in that situation? I don't think so. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you'd be good at it? I don't know that I'd be good at it. I think I'd be capable. I'd it. like to think I'd be good at the challenges. But then again, you see these people who are, you know, athletic yes. and very I gifted. Saw, and I saw you do an interview and you were like, yeah, I'm like, I like to think I'm kind of a smart guy. But like these people think I'm going to be good at these puzzles. Like, who the fuck <laughs> yeah, is good yeah. at these like stacking yeah, things? That's and, not like, how I'm spending my time. Like you know, doing slide puzzles. And shit. <laughs> yeah, like, um, who is good at that? Puzzles. Like why? Why? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It, it tests a skill set that most people don't have an opportunity to ever like test to see whether they have. Exactly. There are certain people like like Ozzy is like amazing at climbing trees. Yeah. Ozzy was coconuts. an exception. He's supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. But most people, it's like you don't encounter these problems in everyday life. No. Yeah. But I actually think you'd be really good at it. And it's again, it's in line with. I don't mean to be so repetitive, but like the fact that you're saying you think there are more athletic people out there. I think the best situation is to be like 
moderately athletic. Yeah. Right. Not so bad that you're yeah. bringing down your team. Yeah. You uh, want to put a but not so good head. that you're a threat. 100%. Right. So yeah. as long as you're contributing, but not overbearingly. I feel so, like I could good. be average. Yeah, athlete. that's, yeah, that's, that's me. I'm, I fit that. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just go Joe all over the place and not have people want to vote you out. Yeah. You'd totally get to the merge. The big tricky thing for you would be the post-merge game. Yeah. That's when your assets would suddenly become threats and people might vote you off. Mm-hmm. I feel like the more we hang out, if we, if we get to hang out with you after this, the more you might convince both of us to consider potentially going on Survivor. <laughs> they did just the saying. Blood versus Water one where you're both on. They did the Love Boat. Oh, things. that would be the worst though. Oh, if we were both on though. Oh, oh, man. I don't think, I don't know. Who would be more like committed to it if you were both on? Like, would you, would, if she. Oh, I love, like, like, I love this. Like, 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 like Rupert uh, okay. a few seasons ago. I love Rupert. His wife got voted off and mm-hmm. he fell on his sword and took her place right. so that she could still play and he was eliminated. Yes, would you that. do that for each other or would you be more self I feel like we wouldn't. You would not. I feel like right. she wouldn't for me and I probably wouldn't for her. Yeah, if Julian got eliminated game, or something, I would mean, just be like, all right. I'll yeah. see you at home. Going. Yeah, I mean, it, we love each other, but we're on the game and we would understand that. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're out there to play. Would you ever vote each other off? Uh, <laughs> I, honestly, <laughs> because I'm such a fan of Survivor, and I know that that doesn't really like we saw that with Sierra, her yeah, that very right. thing, like she voted off her mom, and yeah. everyone's like, What the yeah. fuck, Sierra? Yeah. Like, this was savage. savage. Yeah. Like, we don't necessarily respect you. Like, this is kind of <laughs> fucked up, man. I love that. Um, that was the promise of the season. I mean, yeah. That's what you wanted yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I think because I'm such a fan of the show, I feel like I would do things that I wouldn't usually do in real life, and if that included voting off Jillian, but we were both like athletes our entire lives. Like when you're playing a game, I don't think either of us would ever take that person. Yeah. That's the healthiest. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I, again, we we're fed, we're happy, we're right. clean. So maybe if we're thinking in a different, uh, I'm a bad, I'm a bad hungry person. But at the same time, I feel like going into an experience like that, I would kind of prepare for the catastrophe that was mm. going to happen within me. Right. You know. Um. But you know, I, I feel I like I would have a harder time just being tolerant of people. I that is like. that's the biggest test. Of I'm the not game. sure that yeah. I have the patience. Like when you say that you couldn't really go be alone like if i was alone on that island like just singing and hanging out and doing well i would be fine yeah but with crazy people i think i would snap that's why i mean the the interviews like when somebody's sitting on a tree stump and talking to the camera yeah. or whatever, that's like the cathartic time where you're a- away from everyone right. like finally it's like your therapy yeah and maybe you exaggerate other people's flaws to kind of like i don't know i was kind of like nasty about a few people not because they were bad but because i think that helped me like you were saying, treating it like a game. You kind yeah. of dehumanize your opponent. So it's like, okay, this person's a scumbag. I'm going to get right. rid of them. It makes it easier. Then you don't have to feel bad. Right. Yeah, exactly. Removes all of the guilt from yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, so you, do you, uh, adding on to this list, do you get called to do those conventionals or you just go whenever you feel like it? They do call you over, yeah. Okay. There's, um, sometimes they do like on the fly ones. Like if something wacky happens around camp. They'll mm-hmm. pull you aside. Yeah. It'll like be standing. Yeah. yeah. But usually it's a, a more set up thing because I need to find those like neat little spots for you right? to be in. Yeah. I know. Oh, Some of them are so uncomfortable. That, they're like that. sitting between a rock and like <laughs> on a like branch. There's like that, that one season where they I swear they have like those branches put and it's like this. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, that's brilliant. What is this shot? This yeah. is terrible. Just yeah. make it normal, guys. There's Show. one shot I tweeted. I, I was, I lucked out the second time I played. They found this like very cool stone that like looked like a throne that I yeah. got to sit in. But they shot me from this weird angle where it made my head look like a giant <laughs> beach ball. NBA big head. 
yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I tweeted Tony that. Hawk, yeah. I tweeted that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mentioned the, the NBA Jam thing. Yeah. It, it, it was like, a we- I, I know that they had to be doing that on purpose. <laughs> they were. That they wasn't were. a natural yeah. camera angle. Fucking no. trolls. And maybe it looked like, like a fetus, like an overgrown fetus <laughs> that like locked onto like a rock. And maybe, was like, maybe they saw you feeling really comfortable and they were like, no, this is going to fly. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. I was getting too cocky and they didn't take me down a notch. Just give you like a nice little down angle to make it look even worse. Oh, so, and, and, I'm getting, all right, go. I have another question I'll ask no, in a second. No, no, you, the next one's really good. I want to hear his answer to this one. Mm, okay. Um, the distance one. How far yeah. did you have to walk to the immunity and reward challenges? Because it, And, it and looks, travel council. It yeah, looks like you're going on a looks, hike. Yeah, it makes it look like you're going to go yeah, for like a yeah. long-ass trek. Yeah. This is maybe one thing that I'm not probably allowed to... Sea mention. turtle. Say sea, sea turtle. turtle sea I'll tell you. I'll, I'll say sea turtle. Don't get yourself in trouble, okay? Well, yeah. I'll tell you. But okay. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you for your own edification, unless you don't want to know. I'll say sea turtle. Sea turtle. We'll talk about it when we're done recording. You guys will not think <laughs> here. Maybe. Probably not. Um, oh, that might be common knowledge. Oh, whatever. I'll, I'll err on the side of sea turtle. Sea turtle. Yeah. Good call. How uh, many cameramen on average were at the at campsite camp. at any given time? Um, well, it varies like depending on how big the tribe is. So like mm. when you merge and there's 12 people, there's more. there are more cameramen than when it's like a tribe of five people left. But I'd say on average, probably... Three cameramen, wow. each with a boom microphone guy, each with a producer, and each with like a segment producer with them. Right. There's probably like 10 people or something. Mm. But then when you go to challenges, that's the craziest thing because they need a camera or maybe two cameras like fixed on each person. Right. So there's like 30 cameras and ton. It's just a huge production. And it's that like beautiful the way that they do it and you never, never see, see a, a camera. camera. The scale and like. They have a, a helicopter on call 24 hours a day to get these beautiful sweeping shots. Yeah. They, I think have it's like, yeah. have uh, they started using drones? They've not. I was actually just going to say yeah. that they're like the only show that still. You can uses tell with the shots. You can tell when it's a drone shot. There's or a certain quality you... to the movement. Yeah, or absolutely. Something. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they're still using. That's cool. That's very, very cool. Do the camera people sleep with you? No, they're, they're, they, there's always a camera person Literally, there. Literally. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, Bachelor, we were talking about Bachelor before. There was like, there is a history of uh, a contestant falling in love with a, a cameraman. And then what? like, he got That's found out. That's happened in the real world too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this one, when he got found out, he like jumped off a balcony and like broke his arm. Oh my God. I don't think it was a suicide attempt. I think it was like a, I want to get out of Escape here before I get in trouble thing. Jeez. Um, so what was the question? Like, I don't know why I said Do that. Do they sleep over at oh, they sleep there. Uh No, they don't sleep, but they, there's always one person there. So at night, nothing really happens at night because it's pitch black and like right. you can't go anywhere. But there's one person with a night vision camera that just sits there. And it's like the least enviable job because nothing's going on. Sometimes it's like raining and they're just sitting there in the rain with like a night vision oh camera hoping something happens. Or, or but hoping they have to happens. have somebody there in case something yeah, happens. Yeah, they're not something. Well, for after travel, it's always the night vision camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After tribal, there's uh, more people than there ordinarily are. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you're talking about this, the overnight guy. Yeah, just yeah, just when we're sleeping before a challenge or something. So is there any sort of schedule just out there? Sense. Like is is like you know every two days there's yeah. a challenge or like how does is there is it just kind of whatever? Well, that's what like the, that's one of the in addition to the ice like the lack of lo- uh, alone time the downtime in general is what's really, really difficult. And I think I, this is just my theory. I think the show intentionally plays with that because they know that people get a little bit more irritable and are prone to conflict when they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're bored. Because we're just sitting around all day talking about food we miss, maybe drawing the calendar in the sand and being like, okay, we probably have a tribal council tomorrow. Maybe we have a reward then. But they intentionally, I think, put days where we don't do anything. And that's when all the fights would happen. Right. Because when you have a challenge, you're getting pumped for that. You're going to the challengers. takes a while. You're coming you're back occupied. from it. You yeah. About yeah. The well, you have nothing going on. But so it varies. It's not a predictable thing. I think like they maybe play around with like, okay, I bet that this person would break if we didn't give them a challenge. 
genius. today. Yeah. It's, genius. it's cruel. It's great. It's, it's pretty sick. unbelievable. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was one of the questions. How boring actually it, yeah. it, it's, it's fucking boring. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. I no deck that. of cards, no nothing. Yeah, no. Man. Well we eventually got um you get paint to paint a merge flag or whatever. And so somebody <laughs> got a bunch of fifty two leaves or how many cards are in a deck? Fifty two. Okay, fifty two. Same as the number of weeks in the year? I guess so. That's, That's a weird. strange I've never coincidence. Of that. Oh, Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very like obscure way to like yeah. show your powers, the Illuminati, to be like, we're going to make the same number of. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Deck like, of cards. <laughs> we need one parallel. We this need is going to be a card. Let's make an ace. <laughs> uh, oh but so God. somebody painted cards uh on leaves or whatever so we try to do that but you're just also uh, in addition to being bored you're smart. super low energy yeah. so it's like you have an ocean in front of you if you're like super high energy maybe like play in the ocean or right. dance around or something but it's like, also a waste of energy yeah and you're just like if somebody if there's like a if your like canteen of water was right there and you asked me to get it for you the thought of like getting up and walking those three feet mm. is like so exhausting and so <laughs> irritating. Like that's a de- that's a no no. Like don't don't ask people. For don't ask people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, wow. So it's just you're always exhausted, always bored, and depending on your personality, probably always on the verge of some sort of like either panic attack or blow up. Yeah, mental breakdown. Would you would you say, given what you just said, uh, that one of the no nos would also be like exercising? Um, <laughs> Debbie was doing pull-ups, yeah. like the yoga and like that. I mean, <laughs> the yoga. is that a no-no? Because it yoga. looks like a no-no. Coach, I mean, coach did his. I, d- I did coach. I did coach. Coach. You should open a coachy academy. <laughs> I would go. I actually liked it, but it was but it was something to do as part of the mm, thrill. No. Mm. But I think it, it's it's bad if it's. Well, certainly it's bad if you're doing it as like a loner thing. I think if you're doing yeah, yoga by yeah. yourself, that's horrible. You're breaking two rules. Yeah. If yeah. you're leading, I think Joe a couple or last season like led yeah. group yoga, and it seemed like it was being well received. I think on that same season, this guy Vetus tried to do it, and it was viewed as like maybe slightly creepy because he was like, "Let me yeah. correct your posture." Oh, that well, they definitely posture. edited it, and that he way. was yeah. totally wearing me undies the entire. Season. I was gonna, I was actually gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so they never let. Pretty any sure brands. that was the sponsored, but so that they had. They don't. Yeah. That's one of our questions, actually. How many pairs of shirts, shorts, etc.? Just do you, doing the one. You just do the one. You just wear one yeah. outfit. What? And and what are the, some of the stipulations they give you? Obviously, no brands. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes they have you guys wear certain colors. Right. right. Well, so this is this is a semi. I was going to say semi sea turtle. I've already said it before, so it's out there. Um, they do. I think it depends on the person. Uh, mm-hmm. But they, depending on what your personality is, they tell you what to wear. Yeah. Uh, they strongly they want the suit on the business. Yeah, guy. yeah. yeah. And no if you're a cowboy, you better have a cowboy. Yeah, yeah survivor and be like, I think I'm going to bring my blazer with right, me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and actually, no. and the thing is, like, it turns out that I'm having layers like that is nice. Yeah. The, one, the people that I feel really bad for are like the women that ha- just wear a dress or something. Your mm-hmm. legs are exposed at night. Oof. Bugs are crawling yeah. on you. Um, or guys are just wearing shorts or something. But they told me to wear like a sweater vest. And the the casting lady who told me that, and I'm like, I was like, I'm already going to be enough of a nerd out there. Like, I don't need to broadcast <laughs> to everyone that like I'm a freaking dork with sweater a bright red sweater vest yeah. and a pink shirt. And she was like, no, no, no. Justin Timberlake wears a sweater vest. I'm like, it's slightly different when <laughs> slightly different sweater when vest. Cochran like, on Survivor. Right <laughs> Justin Timberlake right, yeah. wears a sweater. Like that's yeah, that's. But he's doing the kind of like post-ironic kind of like yeah, yeah. I'm taking on. I'm wearing because I'm like legitimately like I want to also I want the warmth of a sweater. But also, it's like you're not asking your mom sleep. what you should wear to prom. It's right. like this is a yeah. fucking yeah, right. producer telling you what you know exactly. That's funny. And, but I, I like I for instance had asked for 
sun or SPF enabled clothing. They didn't give it to me. Like that would have been nice because I'm very, very vulnerable to like sunburns. Did you get sunburned a lot? I got debilitatingly sunburned the second time I played. They had to bring in doctors. Thank God they didn't show it. It was the most like humiliating thing because people get removed usually for like shark bit you or like yeah. a super effective cut from like a brave or you ate too much steak yeah, yeah. well that's a lame <laughs> no, way to I'm, I'm I just kidding that's yeah. like yeah. I feel bad like, but I feel like he said prostate and urethra like more times than was necessary yeah, in that yeah. like diagnosis but for, for me it was sunburn and like um, you do get sunscreen but I got burnt in this weird time where I didn't have access to it but they brought, my feet got too swollen to wear flip flops again I, my feet got too swollen to wear shoes so I had to wear this one girl's flip flops because they were the only like open footed shoes and they were swollen because of a burn yeah yeah and like the doctors were like you have to lie with your feet elevated um, so like I would lie with my feet on a couple of canteens while everyone else is frolicking in the ocean like presumably making alliances and I'm like immobile like in the shelter it was so that was a down point that it was a down sucks. point but it ended up it worked to my benefit in a weird way in that i think it inspired kind of like i was like an injured a wounded bird and i think people were like oh let's take care of him he's like <laughs> it's like a non-threatening yeah, thing yeah. and also like i don't know it bonded some people to me i mm. think that non-threatening but not in a burdensome way right i know, mean like, they would bring me they would dip like uh corinne was this one lady that i played she like dipped her buff in water and squeezed it on my head to cool me off and stuff and it, was, <laughs> it was nice I that's what it. you would do you would be taking care of people yeah probably. yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? And like, well, we're here. I mean, as long as you don't feel good, I'd be happy to take care of you. What you're saying about, though, playing together and like you were talking about, you're, you're saying this under the comfort of being in a house right now and having eaten and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you are deprived of food and deprived of uh, all those like comforts, the the relationships like actually because you would be, I think you'd be surprised at how difficult it would be to vote each other off. Even though mm-hmm. like with the clinical distance of like being able to say, Oh, of course I would, it's a game. I think when you're deprived of all those yeah. other things, you it's become so got. attached yeah. to it. That's why the like, people and myself included, like when the loved ones come on, mm-hmm. we cry. Even though it's like we haven't seen our parents for three weeks and we're yeah. crying, like, what's that all about? But it's such a stressful, yeah. crazy experience. You don't trust anyone, you're and always it paranoid. It feels like an eternity out there. Feels like an yeah, yeah, no, it feels like years. So you get this moment of of like like Actual something you comfort. you know what's emotional going on. comfort and like emotional unconditional comfort. love knowing it's not like oh this person might screw me yeah, over yeah you can let your guard me. down for yeah. a second yeah yeah so I, I, maybe you'd have more difficulty voting each other off than you mm. think but I'd like to see that what about if you're in an alliance with your brother and Julian who um oh I'm about out. Julian oh yeah no okay her brother wins. All I'm sorry, I, my, me and my brother. If like, I was in an alliance with your brother, like, I would vote you out. <laughs> exactly, I, I would too, team. and I wouldn't be mad at you. I'm like, you better go with him. He I remember when we first doing. watched you, I was like, he reminds me of your brother. Really? Yeah. 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 Very awesome. logical. Does he watch Survivor? Um, he used to. I just asked him uh, yesterday. I'm like, you still watch Survivor? He was like, no, not really. He's got a baby now. Okay. He's a material science engineer. He's like, got shit to no, do. He has actual <laughs> obligations. Yeah. But um, yeah, very smart guy. But that's that's why, I, like, as soon as I saw you, I'm like, fuck yes, <laughs> like someone that wants to logically play the game, yeah. but from a fan perspective, and also really have cool. the sense of humor about himself. Like that's that's something. Yeah, you're that a funny guy, yeah. and you're. I do you still do comedy writing at this point. I do. Yeah. I mean, I. I yeah, the story that happened, I, I wanted to be a writer. I was in law school. I wanted to be a writer. I mentioned it on this, like, the reunion Which, by show. the way, though, I'm going to interrupt you. you. You're glazing over this. Did you drop out of Harvard Law School? I, didn't, I did not drop out. It was a weird condensed period where, like, the Survivor stuff ended. I graduated from law school and I got this writing job offer all in like a four day time period. Oh my god! Good for you. I didn't, so you I didn't, didn't. You didn't leave. You finished. Yeah, and I finished. I didn't take the bar though. Good so for you. a lot of things would have to go wrong in my life before like I'm practicing law. Um, mm. But so, I, but I did graduate. Okay. Um, 
Uh, but yes, the writing, I mentioned on the reunion show that I wanted to be a writer because Jeff was kind of like interviewing the contestants and stuff. And unfortunately that night, like the showrunner had been watching and called and interviewed me to write for a show. So I wrote for a CBS show for uh, the Millers for two years and then it got canceled. And this year I sold a pilot to CBS that, hey, we, that congratulations. We, 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 developed, we developed and stuff. It ended up not going, as, yeah, as cares, happened. but it was, a, it was a feather in my cap. And yeah. And a great experience. Yeah, it was cool. Um, the funny, actually the funny thing with that, that I haven't mentioned, um, I wrote one and again, you can cut this off if it's, if it's boring. Um, cause it's not, I'm not bored right? at all. Okay. Uh, uh, I, um, sorry, what was I going to say? Oh, the writing thing. Yeah. I, I didn't have like a writing sample to get staffed on another show. So I had to write like a pilot as a writing sample. Mm. So I wrote this one that was kind of like about my dating life. Um, and a studio, CBS studios bought it. Um, and then we had to sell it to like a network as the next step. So we had to go to these networks and pitch the show. Mm. And when we pitched it and they read the script, they liked it, but they said that the main character who was very closely based off me was irredeemably pathetic. And that no one would want to watch it. Um, so that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Why those words? <laughs> Did they know? Did they know it was based off of you? Just, uh, they had, yeah, no. They had, they during had, the pitch, yeah. I was yeah. very irredeemable with that, which means like, no, despite all my best efforts, I will never oh. be able to come, you know, overcome that. Um, but then, so then I went back and rewrote it and made it more like a law-oriented thing. To mm. I guess that makes me seem like less of a loser if I talk about the law school stuff. Um, and then that one sold to CBS and made it pretty far in the process. And then, unfortunately, it didn't go. And so now I'm um, going through the sitcom staffing stuff. It seems like you're asking me about moving. I might have gotten this job in New York, um, but I don't necessarily. Well, it's, uh, yeah. it's a weird situation that I'm just making my friends out here and thought of going to New York is a little bit intimidating. But I'm, yeah. I'm excited about it. It's the most fun job in the world. Wow. But, we can talk about that later. Yeah, you're camera. going yeah. where the yeah. where the wind blows you because this is what happens when you choose the unsafe path in life. It is, yeah. The, the highs are high, but the lows... I mean, you, the highs are high enough that you're willing to deal with like, the unpredictability and the uncertainty of some of the movements and, yeah. And, and those points are actually pretty terrifying, but it seems yeah, like yeah, yeah. pretty good. So. No, it's been great. And it's all, awesome. because, it's all because of Survivor. It's all because, and that's... If anybody watching is like considering applying for the show, you got to do it. Like, yeah. it takes three... Just... I propped my my iPhone against my lamp in my apartment, recorded a three-minute video, and that changed the course of my entire life. Wow. So it's like, and, you know, it doesn't necessarily just have to be survival. Whatever thing you're interested in pursuing, like, just do it. Take some step, positive step to do it. I don't mean to become motivational No, absolutely. It did change my life. Yeah. When you think of it like that, it's yeah. very interesting, very cool. And I'm talking to you. Like, why am I? T- like, like, how did I end up here? This is crazy. I feel the same way Hold about on. you. Can we talk about how you and I met? I was watching oh, your Periscope, <laughs> and, and Periscope blows your spot up. It doesn't let you sneak into someone's Periscope. You're so you're like, on you're like Julian. I went to yours, right? Or you went to mine? I went. Into, I thought I. I, I, I think I was in your. Do you have you Periscope before? Yeah, but it's, I think but I, I can't imagine you're watching because I was I just like watched Family Feud and aimed the like. No, that's what I was. No, I remember <laughs> I, it was you, Periscope. I remember I got the notification that you were going live, that's and I was like, I was like, did he hit this button on accident? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So I watch it. I enter the chat, and at the moment I you know was in there, you were like, Are you Hey, sure Julia. I, I swear, no, I was. I, I, I would have. Maybe you're right. I guess you probably remember. Are you sure it didn't pop up that John Cochran was watching and then he was like, I thought I said, hey, Julian. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You said my name. Maybe so I, I actually audit. I think a type so. Okay. I think so. Right. I well, no. Like I, you know what? You know what? I'm 99 sure I'm right, but there's a one percent chance I'm wrong. Uh, either way, it had to do with Periscope. I'm going to say okay. it was your Periscope. Yeah. I entered. You said, "Hey, I couldn't believe you knew who I was." So I hit you up on Twitter, and you know, we were like, "Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Cool. We're fans of you." And then, like months and months and months later, yeah, that's my fault. 
Well, I didn't. I didn't ask. I, don't, I yeah, asked yeah, a lot yeah, later. Yeah, so yeah. Um, then you agreed to come on. And no, thank like, you. This is awesome. Things I didn't. You live so nearby. It's awesome. Yeah, we're basically neighbors. Yeah. Pretty much. We should just hang out. I talk know. To <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> be very fun. Yeah, All right, I have another question. Yeah, we have more questions. Did you ever have a crush on anyone during <laughs> either of your seasons? Um, <laughs> sea turtle. Uh, no, sea turtle. Sea turtle. I'll talk about everything. Okay. Okay. No, I was really hoping you were just going to be like sea turtle. Uh, well, I have. Got, I will say that I have gone on dates with some Survivor hey. contestants. Um, who they are? Who they are? A sea names. turtle. Yeah. Who they are? A sea turtle. Just for not because I'm embarrassed. Because like anybody that's had any even vaguely romantic connection with you for their for the sake of their like <laughs> oh, privacy, stop. I will not mention. Them. Oh my god! Um, but during the show, well, there's a few things. First off, there's the strategic downside of like expressing a crush that we talked about. Yeah. yeah. But beyond that, and this is probably too much information. Um, like sex drive and stuff is, and I think people have mentioned it before, so I'm not breaking new ground with this, but like it's non-existent Mm -hmm. and even the physical reactions necessary for sexual. (laughs) You're in, you're in flight (laughs) mode. You're not in, you don't, but like it doesn't happen the entire time. Mm -hmm. And like we would talk, the guys would talk about it. There was one day, like on day 12, I won't mention who it was, but like on day 22, one guy woke up with that uh, condition <laughs> that none of us had experienced for like a month. And it was a cause for celebration for all of us. We're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my God, God. this is great. Um, that is so an for the crush thing, I, I was able to, I was able to like, you know, it's, it's a bizarre environment in that like, I'm surrounded by people that I'm aware are very, very beautiful girls. And frequently they're just like wearing their bikinis or underwear or something. So I'm able to objectively be like, oh, this is like a very mm-hmm. unusually uh, sexual environment and it's exciting. But I, it didn't, didn't you're so, you're so, it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I think, where it's yeah. like you need food, water, shelter, all this other stuff before that's even really entering your mind. Yeah. I will say that like Ponderosa, which is the place people go in and get kicked off. I think that's where love connections happen because you're suddenly well fed. The, the stakes are, you know, there's no. You're stress. still on this sort of yeah. adventure. That didn't happen with me. Yeah. My time at Ponderosa, I got there and nobody wanted to talk to me, and like it was, it was oh. horrible. Um, but I do know some people that and they, they hit it off. And I will say that, like we're talking about Bachelor, Survivor's a better track record at lasting relationships than The Bachelor does. Get out, like yeah. statistically, really. That's yeah. incredible. There probably been. I mean, I guess I don't find that that hard to believe. Well, anyone who knows what The Bachelor is doesn't find that hard to believe. Well, my, I mean, theory, my theory of it is that The Bachelor sets up sets very unrealistic expectations for what dating will be because it's Absolutely. like let's fly to Paris. And it's about as the opposite. It's, exact, it's actually worse it's than It's giving it you be. the worst yeah, of yeah. it could ever be. So I th- it's, it makes sense. That's actually, yeah. Well, it's also just like... You get to the real I world mean, it's like, oh wow, it's actually better than it was. Yeah. I hate to be kind of cynical but like whoever's signing up to be on that show yeah. uh, in their direction <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. you're not, what are you doing? Yeah. I tweeted about it a few months ago because I was watching Bachelor. It's always, there's always at least a couple people each season of The Bachelor that they go at the beginning they're like, well I just got out of a relationship and I thought it was the right time to start dating again and it's like really so your first step yeah, yeah. back into dating <laughs> was like oh awesome. man i mean i'm not trying to talk trash or anything right now this is not shade but kind of shade but not shade but kind of shade yeah. when jojo they announced she was going to be the I next bachelorette i'm sure she's a wonderful person her. i'm just saying i love her. but like she literally she's sitting there like and the next season <laughs> bachelorette is jojo and she stands up in front of ben and like starts waving and thanking the crowd she like literally steps over him well he was, like did, Symbolic though. In her defense, he said he loved her and then then ditched her. 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 Yeah. Um, 
So, I don't know. Whatever. But no, I agree. It's a complete... There's something... There's probably anything questionable about anyone who wants to be on Survivor, too. Mm. But certainly with The Bachelor, it's like... It's a a different kind of questionable. Yeah. Well, it's it's very tangible, though. You win either a million dollars or you win love. Like, that's not guaranteed. And it's like Survivor's a neat experience regardless of the money. Whereas, like, to say, like, oh, I got to live in a house with a bunch of drunk people as Mm -hmm. we, like... Talk shit about each other. Yeah. Uh, Very weird. Fought with other people. I I honestly feel like Survivor, you know, it teaches you so many incredible life lessons. And this is just from having watched it. You know, I don't, I I can only imagine what that does to a person. Yeah. No, I mean, I've changed as a result of it. It, it, You you get, I mean, part of it is, and I'm sure just by virtue of being public figures and getting feedback from people, it's a lot of it is that, and that like you get feedback and become aware of parts of your personality that are either good or bad that you weren't aware of before and you mm-hmm. inevitably change. You also learn to what opinions you should value and which are not worth paying attention right. to because you get so inundated with, you know, nice messages and mean stuff. People say tons of mean stuff and yeah. it's just like you'd have to learn to shrug it off and have your own self-worth independent of what people say. Absolutely. But it's, it's just, it's just an awesome experience. Yeah. The one down, the one thing that I think is a bummer is that when you get out of it, you know, the game's over and the first day it's over, you get into a bed for the first time and it's like the most wonderful experience because your head's touching a pillow and instead of, instead of bamboo or the ground, and it's just like so snuggly. Uh, and then you think like, you promise yourself, like, I will never forget this feeling. I will never take anything for granted. But within like a week and a half, you're back to being yeah. a freaking capitalist jerk that's just like taking <laughs> advantage of everything i would i would came oh, back so i would true. eat you know those things of oreos that have three rows of oreos yeah, yeah. i would eat two packages of those a day when i came back I yes. like, I so like, was that your first meal because we were gonna ask what was the first thing you ate when you got uh back? the first thing um they gave us a the, se- the second time i played at least i don't remember the first time the second time they gave you a jar of peanut butter the second you got out because for whatever reason everyone developed that craving like i don't even really care about peanut butter in real life i think it's because you might be getting some carbs and some protein fat. but <laughs> fat is like because yeah. you're not getting hardly any fat maybe except from coconut yeah, but it's minimal it's very minimal you're maybe not getting your any oil you're not getting yeah so maybe i mean it seems like a good survival oh, there's, there's, i don't know if you remember in season six fat. there were these two girls that got naked for chocolate and peanut butter like that's how tangible that. the craving for it is that's very interesting who was that that did that it, it was, wasn't um, elizabeth hasselbeck no no no, no, no <laughs> but it was these two it was these she two started cute, crying it was these two cute um jenna marasco who ended up winning and uh heidi okay, yes i know heidi i've heard her She's since gotten married to like a baseball player or something. I don't remember her last name. Um, but these two kind of weirdly prissy girls. It was actually, it was, I don't mean, not prissy, but just kind of like, like, <laughs> yeah. like the type of person that would you ordinarily not, not be playing Survivor. Yeah. Um, they so, got naked. Yeah. They got naked. I don't know why I'm fixed on this naked thing. Well, well, I would be too. But I bet you none of the guys got erections despite the... <laughs> you, you know what? Maybe I should see this, turtle that. This is, like, this is full circle. This is, no. Um, yeah, it's I mean, physically it, impossible. So like, but, but they... they if I'm offered peanut butter and I'm starving and they were like, get naked. Yeah. Um, I'd, be like, Hell yeah. I'd be like, Hell fucking yeah. Just because everyone's seen me basically yeah, naked already. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's seen me disgusting. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck what these people think. Yeah. Jeff, he's seen a million naked, you know, naked survivors. No one's going to see it on TV. It's blurred out. Right. The, the weird thing about this scene though was in your scenario, it's normal because. Jeff is saying, like, will you get naked for peanut butter? This was a weird thing where, like, they're in the middle of a challenge. And for unprompted, they're like, we will get naked for peanut butter. <laughs> like, they could have said, like, we'll step off in exchange for peanut butter. Yeah. Or something. They were not good negotiators. And like, you know, Jeff's they, they just started, like, all right. Yeah. They started right at, like, we'll get naked. Thank it's you. Like, okay. We'll, we'll put this right in the preview. Yeah. <laughs> Ratings. All right. Wow. Get naked, ladies, please. Uh, are they completely unrelated? Are the helicopters loud when they're circling and shooting? They are, yeah, yeah. The, um... 
Yeah, frequently there, there's no real audio from the like helicopter thing. Yeah, they do a good job getting yeah. that out, but they seem like relatively low down. I mean, they're, no, they're, they're low shots. down, and like the the cameramen have to kind of run away. The, the cameramen around camp have to like hide away because otherwise they'd be seen. Wide shot, yeah. yeah. Um, the whole the logistics of everything. It's pretty the crazy. logistics, but hundreds like, of people. Harmony of that kind of teamwork yeah. of like getting everything in order for every shot is just blows my mind. It gives me secondhand anxiety about thinking. It about gives me planning that. It gives me like a that. tech boner thinking of those buff like the fucking <laughs> the mics and the buff. That well, is so like, fucking. The, cool. the logistics are like. The, the uh, I forget whether it's the next location or the previous one. There was like a cyclone or a big tsunami thing, like right before they went there, and all the, like the tribal council set was destroyed. Challenges oh, destroyed. They had to scramble like in two weeks to rebuild everything. So they're dealing oh, not right. only with just like the stressful timeline, but like right. the conditions. They're not in like a super posh place. Unbelievable. Um, it's it's a crazy network of people. It's awesome. No, yeah. I feel like it's probably really tight knit. Obviously, yeah, because they're stuck out there for months at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's as hard as it is for the contestants. Maybe even harder for the producers because they filmed two seasons back to back and so they're the crew is there for like five months straight away from their family jeez all right dedicated all right i have a question yeah another question kermit's crying who are your all-time favorite players aside from Um, maybe yourself I wouldn't. I don't know if I'm even in my top five. Um, <laughs> Are you uh, in your top ten? <laughs> I'm probably in the top ten. Top ten. Uh, I'm not that low self esteem. Um, best players. So I like players for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like gameplay versus character type. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think Tony is actually one of the best fusions of like great entertaining personality and great gameplay. I like Suri a lot. Um, she's somebody that I always saw a lot of myself. Yeah, we liked in. her a lot. Yeah. yeah, she's another one of these kind of couch bound TV watchers that really has no reason to be on an island. She was afraid of leaves in her first episode. It was this great oh scene God. where she's like, "Leaves!" It's like, because <laughs> um, I guess she was afraid of what was underneath the leaf, but it was just a weird yeah. scene. So I like three. Um, I liked Aubrey a lot this season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some recency bias. It's hard for me to remember the like. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. Yule is this guy that I worked for, the guy that won the race season. He he kind of inspired me to apply in part because it's like, oh wait, like a kind of nerdyish smart person can do well yeah. at this. Um Todd was somebody that I really liked. Mm-hmm. He won China, another kind of diminutive, nerdy super fan guy. I tend to root for the people I relate to more. Yeah. Fishback? I, I think a lot of people. I thought you tweeted. Sorry, 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 Fishback. I'm friends yes. with Fishback. That was that that even transcends like when he him said on the that Jeff you guys are friends. called him by his last yeah. name without even <laughs> asking. Oh, Fishback will be overjoyed that you mentioned him. Um, I love yeah. Fishback. He's oh yeah, he was another one that we really liked off the He's great. Yeah. 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 He's he's funny and smart and articulate and he's he's awesome. Um so like, then there are players like Ozzy and stuff where I'm amazed by them, but that's not the sort of person I root for just because I can't. I feel like a lot of people don't root for those guys. No, people do like them. People like the Joes and the. uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're popular. They're like, they're the alphas or whatever. But like, I feel like people who watch the show because they want to relate to someone do not like those types of I say it's interesting. Like, if you were to look at Survivor on paper, you would think that the most capable athletic person would be a winner more often than not. But those people don't win as often as you think they should no. because they just have a target on the back. It's the shift, the shift and the reason for keeping people around changes at the merge pre-merge. Yeah. It's like those guys are great to have right. around or women are Ozzie, great to have Malcolm, around. Joe, yeah, exactly. Like, Fuck yeah. But like, they're always the first few people to get out when the merge hits unless yeah. they go pull some big moves or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but I tend to root for the kind of scrappy underdog types. I'm with you. What does Jeff smell like? <laughs> um, well, I'm always congested, so I don't have the best sense of smell. But like, just I, I can by osmosis, I can imagine it's like, like kind of like 
there's a masculine <laughs> musk to it. He's like a he's like a man's man. Yeah. Man's yes. man. Um, so there's a certain kind of like maybe it's like pheromones. Maybe it's like I'm just smelling his pheromones. Um, but it's Possible. great. There's something magical about it. There's does he, does there's he smell like blue shirts? <laughs> yeah, <it's> like <laughs> blue shirts and uh, he used to wear like puka shell necklaces. I think so. Th- that that scent has worn off. Mm-hmm. It's mainly blue shirts now. Blue shirts and blue man. shirts and. Uh, greatness and competence greatness. at his job mm-hmm. but he's ama- he's amazing and it's also great when you win the best part of winning immunity apart from i guess being immune is that like when he puts the necklace on he like touches your shoulders a little bit it's kind of like a fun Ooh. little like uh, yeah he, he even when he goes nice job yeah it's like oh i would love for well, Jeff he, he kind of becomes like a father figure absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah or an authority figure in some way or you want to like impress him yeah i don't think anyone goes on survivor not respecting the hell out of him you know it's yeah. like everyone kind of knows who he is or what he brings to the table. i i have a question that we didn't write down i don't understand maybe they cut it out but how when he's like saying those little things when you guys are doing challenges and it's like Cochran's totally out of this. And you're like, I feel like more people would just be like, shut the fuck up, Jeff. Hey, what the hell? I'm I'm right here. What are you talking about? I'm doing fine. Or he'll like, when you're doing these like balancing, like incredibly stressful things on your body and he's just like talking, talking, saying this stuff to fuck with you. And I'm just like, I would, I would just tell him to shut up. People, there are a handful of people that have called him out uh, and yeah. told him to I told him to quiet down once because my mom was out there for, and we like mm-hmm. ran a challenge together. My mom's like 68 years old and like I'm not good at athletic either. We're like kind of puttering around on yeah. the race when he's like, Cochran's mom slowing it down for, you know, everyone. And I said, like, tell him to stop talking about yeah, my mom. Okay, <laughs> the one time it actually hurt me, though, the one, it actually affected my game the first time because there's one challenge. I was so horrible at challenges. There's one where it's like, um, everyone was blindfolded except for me and one other guy. One other guy had to like call out the directions of an obstacle course to yeah. people that were blindfolded. And my only responsibility, because nobody trusted me to do anything, rightly so, my only responsibility was to like fasten a clip onto a rope at one <laughs> point. Just like this was the only movement yeah. needed. I somehow managed to mess it up. Oh, um but nobody could see it because they were blindfolded. But probes made sure to like clarify to everyone, like the reason that this tribe's about to lose the challenge, Cochrane inept and unable to move his thumb properly and put a clip on a rope. So that probes, actually like has you a rat. <laughs> usually though, narc. Usually, usually though, he's saying those things about everyone, yeah. and they're only showing the one that's relevant to whatever that episode storyline. Like if somebody so he needs a, to cover his bases, paint yeah. the picture. It's the same no way one. with tribal council. Like it might seem like he's picking on someone when you're watching the show, but tribal council goes on way longer. And right, he's probably yeah. asked that same question to everyone else. Right. So it's not like he's picking or interrogating anyone. They edit it all in post so that it seems relevant. Yeah. It's amazing, though, all of it. The travel council can be anywhere from an hour to like three hours long. No way. Oh, Okay. When we're talking about tribal council, I have a question are, because we notice as people put out their torches, they're all like this perfect camera height for their <laughs> eye line. And it, like Jeff, it, like, so you might have a six foot tall person, they stick it in this thing and it's still the same like sort of height. Are those sort of adjusted <laughs> to your height or do you just get a torch? The torch is, um, no, the torch, you bring them back to camp and maybe I was possessive of one because it had like a little funny tiki smile on it. I love that one. Um, but generally you're kind of swapping it around. So it, I think it's probably just good luck. But there's mm-hmm. a yeah, hole you stick it into. I never noticed the, that it equalizes perfectly for it's everyone. It's amazing. Uh, well, when when did we notice that? Well, when the basketball player, what's his so name? So it's like, how did they get this shot? Oh, yeah. How did they like, like, yeah. put been it up in? To his, like, waist well, or something. you know what? Yeah. Maybe anyone who's the outlier, very short, very tall, they have a, a torch. Maybe. Right. I mean, you were on the show. And they, I feel so. They're all they the didn't. same, same way. Who, or wh- what about at Set tribal? The camera. I mean, like, you thing. you never had yours put out. So the first time I did. Okay, so that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what about what about maybe at tribal? Like they 
as you get voted out, they're like, take this one. Or- <laughs> no, I can I can say that did not happen with me. I've never witnessed it, but that is a it's an interesting point. Yeah, it's like never blocking the person's face. I never put it in there. It's like this tall. It's like they set the shot up. I'm very I'm intrigued by that answer, saying that they're they're kind of free free for whoever wants to take each each. Yeah, because they they auction off at the end of the season. They do like a charity thing where they auction off different props from the show, and they auction off the torches. And I've noticed that the name tags that they put up, because they say, like, buy Aubrey's torch or whatever. I've noticed that it doesn't necessarily always match the torch that you really were always taking. You, did you buy some of the stuff? No, I was thinking about it, but, like, it costs, like, $15,000 yeah. for a... Uh, and it's, like, doesn't seem worth it. Yeah. But I did sure. keep all... I, I smuggled home some tree mail that I have framed. Oh, that's um, That's really cool. Then, what about your buff? Of course, I have my buff. Okay. And I have all the original clothing that I have not washed, um... In some plastic bags, like back east. That doesn't that smell? <laughs> no, it smells horrific. It smells <laughs> like septic fluid or something. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, but yeah, I feel like washing it. I don't know. How long do you want to wash it? Yeah, I agree. What's your favorite season ever? I just had a question and it escaped oh, me. No, it escaped me. Favorite season? Uh, I like different, again. I, I different like seasons? Yeah, but, but different, yeah, I mean, like, um, returning player seasons are so different from new player seasons. Mm-hmm. I thought... And because of Tony again, I thought Brains, Beauty, Brawn, the original one was amazing. I thought Heroes versus Villains was amazing. Yeah. The original Fans versus Favorites. I thought China was great. Pearl Islands. Um, the thing is, even a bad season of Survivor is like still the best thing on TV, uh, in my opinion. So it's like hard for me to like even the seasons I don't like. There's I still nothing else them. like it. Yeah. yeah. Any attempt to like, there's something just so. I don't know. I, I love it. I, I feel like I watch other reality shows, and for some reason, like the sound effects sound cheesy, yeah. and just like just what you're saying about drones, like something looks cheaper about it. So like it just it's like it, it all there's something old like, school. Right. Yeah. They don't yeah they, they have, don't cut corners. They don't cut corners. They have a standard that they abide by. Yeah. Do we have any other on that list? I'm trying to think of that question I just had. What's your favorite thing that Jeff says? What's your favorite What's your favorite Jeffism? Um. <laughs> Jeffism is very close to jism, and I was, I was taken out of that. that. Uh, favorite thing he says. I think the favorite thing is when he says, "Come on in, guys." Come on in, guys. But, but, but the, thing, the reason for that, it, just apart from the thrill of like being one of those guys and getting to walk in, is that like you're frequently, whether it's tribal council or challenges, you're waiting a very long time for him to say that, mm-hmm. and you're not getting updates. Like there are no producers saying like, "Okay, he's going to call you in in five minutes." Right. So we're just like standing there with our torches for like Ugh. two hours. And finally says, come on in, guys. It's like, okay, this is going to happen. It's again, like the, the boredom thing is big. Yeah. So like having anything that propels you forward. Wow. Um, so come on in, guys, is good. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm sure there are others. I like when he says dig deep to somebody when they're in a challenge. <laughs> yeah. I like when he gets really like fired. Like, dig, dig deep. deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Because he's invested in it. He cares. <laughs> That's what makes him so special. Uh, come on in, guys. We had like a, a Jeff is a moth. That one time on the podcast. On the podcast. We had to say What's your name? Do you have a favorite saying? I love, come on, guys. I love uh, when he does the two-finger thing. That's so fun to say, though. A weird thing that he does, I actually don't know how to do it, but like when he starts a challenge, I don't know if you noticed, he like lifts one arm up. It's like, like, let's go, go, but it's always like one arm. It's It's like a flag, maybe. Go flag. (laughs) Like he's like a G.I. Joe or something. (laughs) Yeah, and one of the arms is like not functioning, the karate Um, chop action. I think one of my favorites is when he says, got nothing for you. Yeah, that's a good one. It's sassy. It's sassy, but it's also like sad. If you like that team, you're like, oh, I want something. Yeah. Got nothing for you. back to camp. Yeah. Fine. Bye. We dad. say that to our dogs. I got nothing for you. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, Dad. Uh, <laughs> my God. Are you still friends with anyone uh, you met or keep in touch? Yeah, I mean, like, like Jeff. Um, and uh, I, I see Malcolm every so often because he's out here. Um, 
Fishbach, who I didn't play with, but I, I befriended him. Sophie, who I played with the first time. Um, Andrea, the weird thing about, and, and Don, I, I keep in touch with, the weird thing about Survivor is that it's a little bit like summer camp in that you do this experience together, and they even give you these little notebooks at the end where it's like, oh, write your phone number and mine, we'll keep in touch. And you're like, we'll be best friends forever, right? Because right. we share this incredible experience. Yeah, it's like then, prison. Yeah, but then you get home. Then you get out Then you get out of prison, and it's yeah. like, do I really want to be right. pen pals with this guy from prison? Yeah. And, and everyone realizes, like, oh, you know, it's a fun shared experience, and it's nice to reminisce with them. But, like, Survivor kind of can't there. be... Well, like, the test of it is whether every conversation I have with them is about Survivor. Like, there are certain people where it's like... It's fun to reminisce about Survivor, but like Fishbach, for instance, I talked to it. We very rarely ever mentioned Survivor. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You're not using the common thread. You actually have a relationship yeah, separate yeah. from the show. Oh, well, man. Okay. How annoying was it to wear your glasses? Because <laughs> um, I can't wear, I can't do yeah. anything with my glasses. I have to take them. Are you wearing contacts now? Yeah. Okay. I like always wear contacts unless it's like nighttime or I'm taking some time off with my eyes. But like I can't do things with my glasses. Yeah. It annoys me. I mean, wearing glasses wasn't the bad part. The bad part for me was for challenges, I would have to wear my contacts because you have your, they have a little medical box off camera where if you take any medicines, like I had anti-allergy stuff. Right. And then you have your contacts there. The scary thing is like it's five minutes before a challenge and everyone's freaking out and you're such, or it's before a tribal council or something. So you have to run and do your contacts, but there's no mirrors. There's no soap <laughs> to make sure your hands are clear. Oh, or are clean. So it's like, yeah, you have this crap color covered fingers oh. and you're like, you know, poking it into your eye. It's, 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 I found that stressful. And then you're dropping them on the ground and it's like, you have a limited quantity. So that, that was stressful, but the glasses didn't play a big role. And some people have used it to their advantage to like start fires and mm, stuff. Yeah. I saw that. Although one guy broke them in half and then did it. And I was yeah, like, why'd, you, yeah, why'd yeah. you break them in half? You yeah. could have done it without breaking them in half. That, that's going a little too far. That's <laughs> being too desperate to treat yourself. Yeah, yeah. So hard in the paint. Like, why should, you can't see now. Yeah. Why was this worth it? Well, just like Philip, who I played with, who I actually really like, but like the second time he, the first day he was like, it's kind of hot. I'm going to cut the sleeves off my shirt. So he cuts off the sleeves from his shirt and it's like, okay, now you're stuck with sleeveless shirts. Roll it up. Time. It's like the office when Michael's in the woods. Do you watch the office? I, I'm trying to think, think which episode you're talking about. Uh, he, he wants to seclude himself. So he goes into the woods. Dwight's looking after him yeah. and he basically, it's hot out. So he cuts his pants halfway. <laughs> it's like, I fashioned this into like a, and then it gets freezing at night. So he tapes them back on. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, like it's nice to have long sleeves because the bugs really bite you at night. They crawl up the sleeves of your shirt mm-hmm. and like up your pant legs. So I tuck them into my socks or whatever. But if you, yeah, if you're wearing a dress or have cut off Good the luck. sleeves of your yeah. shirt for some reason, then it's a problem. Yeah. Um, would you ever do it again? Uh, I don't think so. It, it's the, I'd like to be a consultant for it in some way. Like I feel like playing again, part of it's that when I would play the first times I was in law school and I was super unhappy and like, it was an, an awesome escape of like, Oh my god! I'm going to get to do my dream right. now that I actually like doing this writing stuff. It's there's slightly less of a, a, an impulse to be like, let me drop everything and go out there. It's a great thing to do if you're like want something new in life. But if you're actually happy where you are, it's kind of a disruptive thing. Like it's there's, successfully served its purpose for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not, it's not even about like me being beyond it because I think it's it's uh, look. I'm aware that my obituary is going to say survivor winner John Cochran <laughs> yeah. and uh, whatever. It's getting morbid now, um, but like I get nostalgic whenever I watch and think, oh, it'd be fun to play, mm-hmm. but. I already, I already won. I wouldn't win again. Like I, I have no delusion. I know it, Sandra won twice, so it is possible. But like, I would do worse, and then I would regret it, and I beat myself up a lot. So like, part of the self-deprecation is like I set these very high standards for myself, and when I don't do it, I'd be like, damn, why the hell did I go out there? Mm-hmm. And the other thing is like, like I said, there's that long wait. Sometimes as long as a year for this current cast, they had to wait a year for the 
results. And that's like painful when you think you're maybe going to win. But like, imagine if you're kicked off first, then you have to wait a year to be just for like, yeah, humiliating yeah. moment, having all your friends be like, oh my God, you're on the show. I bet you did great. You're right. And just like the thought of going through that is a little bit unpleasant. Um, but love to, yeah, be involved. I mean, I like going to the finales. It's like, it's like I feel like, yeah. you know, it's like uh, when a tennis champ, go, a former tennis champ goes to Wimbledon. It's fun to just kind of like sit on and be like, oh, let's watch this new generation. Mm. Uh, take it on it's very cool to see like you still have an awesome relationship yeah with them as a whole which like is well deserved you know it's like they gave a lot to me so i i'm I'm indebted to survivor what do you think about this upcoming season millennials versus gen x (laughs) i mean it's a hot button thing i mean so it's it's a a relevant uh theme um I, I I've actually heard that it's like a fantastic season. They are very very excited about the season. I think it's I think it's supposed to be good. Um, I'll be curious to see like how because like we were saying for this current season, the season that just ended, it felt like some of the people were kind of shoehorned into tribes. Like mm-hmm. that person's not really a brawn. Why are they yeah. there? Uh, yeah. Sydney when she was like, yeah, I'm a bodybuilder, but wait, wait, wasn't was she, she going to an Ivy League school or something? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Yeah, totally. But like, yeah. why is she a why is she right. brawn? She could be any of these Shoe-horned. tribes. Exactly. Yeah. She was literally she all actually, of the she tribes. She was all three. She was actually the, I she think was the beautiful. one. Person that was closest yeah, to all exactly. Yeah, she was like a perfect um, specimen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and then he had like Ty, who uh, <laughs> he is like a beautiful person, yeah, but, yeah, but it's in, not the stri- in the strict sense of like the theme, it's like a little bit weird. Yeah, um, but it's a very attractive guy too. I don't know what I'm saying. This is a wonderful <laughs> guy. Um, but so it'll be curious. It'll be interesting to see whether for Generation X and, mill- or, and millennials, like whether. Is it going to be like all the millennials are like, I'm starting an app and I like want to save the world or whatever. Or, not. or if they'll be weirdly, it'll seem organic or they'll be forced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be good. I mean, you probably have a mix. I mean, yeah. And the yeah. show's gotten so good. It, it, the show lives or dies by the casting. It has to be interesting people. And they've got, like you were saying when we were talking before, like it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the few, sh- it's in its 16th year. It's in its yeah. 34th season or 33rd season. Like that's unheard of. The fact that it actually gets better, yeah, it's unreal. So I've I've high hopes for it. I'm excited. Yeah. Do you think it's on purpose though to try and draw in like new Survivor fans? The theme. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I bet. I mean, because like they the show. I mean, ten or fifteen years ago, it got like fifty million viewers, right. and every single person was watching. Now the people that are watching it, it's like the, a dedicated ten to eleven million people. Mm-hmm. It's not really gaining any viewers. Maybe kids and families of people that watch the show. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, there's probably some effort of like. Let's see if we can get new viewers. I think they still win their time slot. They still get great ratings, but mm-hmm. it, maybe they're experimenting and say, like, oh, let's, we can tap into a, a market that otherwise wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm excited about this. I don't know how much YouTubers like Survivor. I'm very curious whether this is a... Like, people well, like it. People like it and give it... I mean, like, we've we've actually on the, the show before asked, if we could get a Survivor person, would you be into it? And it was... Yes. Well, I also I remember when I like around the time that I was forcing him to watch every season ever, which was I was just like following everyone on Twitter that I could find because I was you know being a stalker. (laughs) And then I read like read on a bunch of forums people being like, I'm pretty sure Jen is going on Survivor because this is really because they saw who you were following. Yeah, they were like, usually people will start following all past and present survivors and then they'll go on the show. And then I just responded to a tweet and I was like. Um, no, I'm really just that much of a sucker. That's awesome. Like, I'm really sorry to disappoint you, but like, sorry, just a creep show. There is a YouTuber a on the next season. I don't know whether. Shut up. She, yeah, yeah. Who I is don't it? Know. She, they showed her in the preview for. Um, Spill it. Okay. I don't know her name. She's, <laughs> she's It's a it's a, a young woman who plays. She does let's plays or, or some sort of video game. Yes. Shows. Okay. I did. Is I didn't know. It, it looks like the girl that does Smosh games. 
Oh. I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I'm going to look at Twitter I'm sorry, right I don't know now. the name. Interesting. Um, that's really interesting because... Because I like, know that they were making a push to get yeah, online Yeah, but also, like, low-key, you know, The Amazing Race just did this right, social yeah. media people thing. Did and you watch that? I didn't. I haven't seen I'm so embarrassed. It. Like, I'm friends with Tyler Oakley. Like, I'm friends with these people. And I'm like, was oh, he I haven't watched it. He, he was. was on it, yeah. Um... I know that Survivor has, there has been some mumbling amongst the YouTube world that this has been a thing, like, that people might. I'm sure they would love to tap into the YouTube yeah. audience and uh, yeah. the younger, because I feel like, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were like, oh, you must get so many girls from being on Survivor. And I'm like, the, the people that come up to me, they're either under 11 or over 60. So it's like, not my... <laughs> and we have a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's, yeah. Like, it's wonderful and yeah. I enjoy it, but yeah. it's not as though, like, uh, I think being on the real world or something, you're tapping into like a younger. You're tapping into a better audience. Yeah. No, I love. Look, yeah. I love the survivors. Yeah. They're my people. Definitely. I can't find it. I don't know if it's her or not. I'll look it up. Yeah, we'll you know her, her name? Way. It might ring a bell if you. I don't okay, know her we'll name. find out later. I think it's her. Though. It's... It sounds right. You said Smosh Games. Yeah. I think that's her. Dude, hmm. she's. I'm pretty sure I've met her. I'm almost positive, and she's like fucking rad. But that'd be so cool to see somebody. That would be cool. That let's play her because like the internet's a weird space. Um, like your hours are weird. Everything's yeah. kind of weird. And then to just go and then be outside for like a month, I think it's pretty weird. It's also just interesting, fascinating from, from the perspective of like YouTube personalities. You feel like you know them so well because you're seeing them in their home right. and stuff, but you're seeing them a certain side of them, like when they're well, like, like Julian said, like well fed and hydrated and yeah. s- sleeping well, like to see a change in an established personality like right. that. Cause she's not going to be able to maintain the high energy. Let's play smosh exactly. gaming thing for 39 days when she's not eating. or sleeping. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing that people don't always necessarily think about when they see you on YouTube, they, they see an authentic version of you, but they're also seeing, uh, as Philip DeFranco would say, a self-portrait of the artist and not the artist. Not the artist, yeah. Because uh, you're editing it. But uh, although if she is the girl from Smosh Games, she, someone else is editing her. But yes, it's very high energy, okay. but it's very edited. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if the producers of Survivor yeah. were like, that's not actually who you are. Like, <laughs> I, here's the real... The biggest thing that they want uh, from contestants is not that you're super smart or super athletic. They want vulnerability and like honesty and authenticity. So that's all. It'll be interesting to see whether if she goes in there acting like a YouTuber Mm -hmm. and whether they tell her like, yeah, 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 come on, be real with us. Or whether you can just watch the gradual, like disintegration of that persona. She, her spirit's broken. Um, But it's, it's awesome. It's an equal opportunity embarrasser and destroyer and stuff. So it'll be, I'm I'm excited to see that. I feel like the way that they edit some of these like villains in the past, like that sort of fucks people's lives, huh? Yeah, I mean the thing is, but you do say and do all those things. Yeah, um, I've never, I've personally never witnessed somebody get horribly misrepresented. Mm. Sometimes people aren't shown that often, mm-hmm. um, and that's and it's not because it's not as though there's a ton of great footage on the cutting room floor that like. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> I think the, this time the, the, this guy was in tribal council, and Julie was like, "You see that guy?" I'm like, "Who are you talking about?" Like that guy right there. I'm like, "Who the fuck is that?" Like you didn't see them Do you all remember season. Who it, is? He, no, yeah, it was this black guy. What, what was his name? I don't know. He was never shown. I forget what and season. All of a sudden, you're just like, who I was the like, fuck who is, is he? And Jenna was like, who's who? I was like, the black guy sitting right behind what's his I name? No and Jenna was like, stop fucking with me. I think it's right? who was the first guy that was kicked off, the guy that pooed in the uh, ocean. Yes, I think it was. I don't. I felt like it was, was like seven episodes in, oh, really? like some bizarre season. It just felt like he just, was getting zero camera time because I saw him in the middle of the season and I'm like, who is that? Oh, he appeared in the middle of the season. It wasn't him then. I don't think it was middle of the season. I think it was like early on, but still a substantial amount of time into the season. the third or fourth episode. But part of the thing is like, they, they don't want you to invest 
and this is again only I'm not speaking for the productions so I don't know but yeah. like I, I I would imagine that they want you to be invested in characters or personalities that either make it far or have an impact on right. the game so like why invest yourself in somebody who's either going to get kicked off fourth or something doesn't right. change the shape of the game that much so that, I can see that being a bummer and it's like what I said about everyone thinks they're the star of the show when they're right. out there like the, the people the guy that you didn't know was on the show probably when he was out there was like. Man, I'm a fr- I'm freaking incredible. This I'm, is great. This yeah. is I'm making my name right now. Yeah, a uh, little yeah. But um, so in terms of like misrepresentation, in terms of the villainy stuff, some people have said some pretty nasty stuff, and they've yeah. had to deal with the repercussions. I think I don't know that there's long term downsides to it. But the quaint thing is that if you go back to the original season, like season two, there's this lady Jerry who's yeah, one of the most Jerry. infamous villains. But if you watch what she did to be considered a villain What's 14 really years bad? ago, she complained about like rice once yeah. and like said she and she compared this one hunky guy to a chocolate mm. bar. Um but beyond that, like it, it's cute that that made her the most hated person in America. She was right. booed off the stage during yeah. the reunion show. Yeah. Nowadays, you got people like burning each other's clothing yeah. and like attacking each other's hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gotten cruel. I mean, the stakes have gone up for what yeah. you have to do to be a villain now. And I think that that, as the show goes up, maybe that's why it gets better. People right. feel obligated to one up what happened in the past, so it evolves with the. But I feel like it happens in sort of a healthy way. There can be one up, like kind of you know, models where, pe- where people go way too far and then right. kind of ruins the show. Like, I don't think it's like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, the, that's the big pair. That's actually one of the problems with returning players too. What you're saying about Tony and the spy shack and stuff. Like if Tony plays again, my fear would be that he's like, I know people like that. I do the spy shack. I have to thing. do it they again. Do the, yeah, and he goes out there and he's doing his greatest hits reel. And it's yeah, not uh, greatest uh, hits reel. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think generally the show is very good at, or the people behind the show are very good at not letting that happen. So well, you wouldn't do it again. I mean, that, we I, wouldn't I, do I, it. I, I, I get that, though. I mean, we're just a bunch of talkers, <laughs> not talk, no, doers. Actually. I already did it, though. What I about the, did. That's why you, you, you won. And it's like it, it, it's why? not even it's but it's not even like going out on top. It's <laughs> like, but you know what I mean? It's not even like I don't want to play again because I want to go out on top. It's more of like like we were talking about. It served its purpose for you. Yeah. You had a and wonderful experience. It. You won. Yeah. You know, you did this and you'll always have that. And yes, and you, want, yeah. nothing can take that away from you. But if you do play it again, it might add some right. unpleasantness to that memory. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what, it, that's the biggest thing. For, I want my last memory of it to be a positive one. Like yeah. right now it's like, I have only fond, wonderful memories. If right. I go back out there and I'm kicked off pre-merge or something and humiliate myself. Yeah, the I odds are against you big be, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so okay, I know we talked about what you're doing, but just to close out, is there anything you're working on right now? You, uh, I know we can find you on Twitter. You have pretty wonderful tweets, John M. Cochran on Twitter, right? <laughs> Thank uh, you. Is there anything you're working on you want to talk about? Anything? No, nothing to plug. I feel okay. like um, I'm squandering my opportunity to connect with the YouTube generation, but uh, no, nothing. You're part of the generation. Well, I know, you I know. are absolutely <laughs> part of the generation. And also, do like, you have a I, YouTube channel? Look it up. No, I don't. I, I don't. Channel. I don't have good enough skin to be a YouTuber. Right? Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Are I you like, kidding? I'm like, like all. Lighting and oh fucking makeup. You see that light right there? That'll okay. make you beautiful. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You look good in this. You look, yeah. in this. You look good. And we will have a survivor background. Is somebody going to fall in love with me from watching this one? Yes. Yeah, probably. Like, probably like five people. There's Just probably so you know, like prepare. five people already in love with you yeah. that are watching. Five? Right now. The, uh, well, someone guessed you on Twitter. Right they were like, second. I don't know if it's a survivor reference or not, but no. please bring John Cocker. Yeah, like, all right. Not. You guessed it two seconds after we tweeted it out. All right. <laughs> Uh, Make a YouTube channel. My I, saw you, personal, I saw you tweeted that classic gif of uh, 
Korea yeah. from yes. Goodbye. Yes. That's a really good. That's, such a that's great transcended yes. Survivor. That's it's like transcended Survivor so is. far. I remember before I even seen that ep- or that season, I had loved that gift so much, and we were watching that season. I was like, "Oh, Jenna, I know that guy," and she was like, "Why?" I was like, "I've seen him in a gif." And then we waited so patiently for that episode, and when it happened, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's amazing." It's so perfect. Um, yeah. But. My dream is if next season comes around, you want to have a watching party, you come over. And I would love we'll that. Let's it. do it. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, so good. Uh, but thank, dude, thank you so much for coming thank on and being like such a blast, cool guest man. and talking. Those are good us. questions. I will say those have been fantastic questions. Usually, I talk about Survivor to people. It's like, you know, it's always like just a generic like that must have been hard, huh, or something. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. were you hungry? Uh, yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, bitch, I was fucking hungry. Next. <laughs> well, obviously. I think we were just okay, as excited man. about this as you yeah, might have been because we it's were been such a fans of the pleasure show. Pleasure and an honor. Absolutely. So thank pleasure. you for coming. But yeah. Uh, guys, we'll link his Twitter below so you can oh follow God. him and his wonderful tweets. Uh, make sure you check out our sponsors. The links are in the description. We uh, appreciate you guys watching, and we will see you next week for another episode. Bye, guys. Drop your buffs. <laughs> <laughs>